0: You ever served in an infantry unit, son? No, sir. Ever served in a forward area? No, sir. Ever put your life in another man's hands ask him to put his life in yours? No, sir. We follow orders, son. We follow orders or people die. It's that simple. Are we clear? Yes, sir. Are we clear?
1: Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Me and My Dad Watch, where we live in a world that has walls, and those walls have to be guarded by men with guns. Who's going to do it? You! You, Dad! <laughs> my name is Drew, and I'm here with my dad, David. Greetings, friends. And this week, we watch Rob Reiner's A Few Good Men. But before we go to the show, let's let the people know, Dad, what are we under the influence of?
2: And in, in this episode, we are under the influence of truth
1: in Lil Wayne. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> little Wayne is always you can't handle the truth. Hey, he could probably handle the poor. Although we're but, sort of uh, like waiting, uh, <laughs> we're waiting around this courthouse. I mean, we're all gussied up to kind of give the you know the crowd and the audience a picture of what's going on here. We're about to uh, be at a trial for Muskie. We are having you know our suits on, our our fucking ties are tight. Uh, you know things are getting a little tight, I guess, in terms of our legal struggles, but. Um. I'm not in a suit. Oh well, I lied. My suit is technically a T-shirt with a little picture of a suit on it, and the tie is something um, that I tie together with it's a couple like napkins,
2: a sweater vest. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Truthfully, I think I overstated our actual uh, participation in looking nice for Muskie. We're still on the fence as to whether we want to um, maybe perjure ourselves or just get in trouble based on uh, admitting to being complicit with the murders. Like I, we haven't been able to speak to any lawyers. Because fucking Muskie keeps, you know, we'll get into it when we get into it. But Well, Dad... actually, this this wine is actually called Rebus. And it's a limited release.
2: And it looks like we're from batch one, barrel number 62. Oh, okay. It's a red blend,
1: Rattlesnake Hills, Washington.
2: This is special.
1: Don't tread on me. That's sort of what yeah, that thing looks like. Exactly. Excuse me, Oh, me. Uh, wow. A, it <laughs> shows
2: like a snake. Oh, it's got a rattle. Like it's like, you know, trying to pretend to be a rattlesnake.
1: It's good. Dad, I think it, it sounds like you're treading on. Well, the fact that Little Wayne just appeared and uh, you're treading on his poor at this point. So <laughs> Wayne, do you really want to show up at a courthouse? Well, he he was uh, transported here from another dimension, uh, and just continues to seek us out for wine. I think he maybe could like redo his career in this new universe. I don't really know. <laughs> I haven't really been listening to like rap music since I got here. Uh, but yeah, dad, just give him his fucking pour. Wayne, you should probably sell, uh, save yourself some trouble, unless you really need a new pardon uh, for some other kind of debauchery <laughs> that you're going to get into.
2: It's amazing that he just keeps, you know, finding us in the in the multiverse.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we've, we've sort of created a deal with the devil, but... Okay,
2: well, here's your pour.
1: Yeah. And then you can hand that to me, since I actually haven't poured my own. This is Let me get I some guess. of that rebus here.
2: First drink of
1: the day. Thank you very much. Yeah, like we said, well, I mean, it's we have court proceedings usually on a a podcasting day. We're drinking at the ass crack of dawn, Uh, but we had to be in court. We had to appear before some sort of judge. Uh, And like I said, we've had very little contact with any real legal representation. Muskie keeps firing his lawyers uh, for (laughs) pretty much giving him the brass tacks. He's going to go to jail like a long time. But dad, now that we have, are they really firing
2: him or are they just quitting?
1: There's a mixture, yeah. you know. It's sort of uh, in the same way that uh, Trump's legal team is deteriorating around him, but, you know, he skirted some of the responsibility by being here, making He's deals probably and all trying that. to do a
2: plea bargain, and, and Muskie probably has, doesn't want anything to do with that.
1: Well, I hope he doesn't do uh, us Henry Hill style and sell us all out. Like, I, that's the thing. We're all a little tenuous about, you know, who's going to Kaiser Sozai uh, this whole fucking operation and, you know, maybe sell us all out? It's hard to say. But dad what was uh you know some info about this movie we have uh obviously a few good men sorkin's debut um uh, one of the the screenwriting masters of this age well as you
2: stated we watched the 1992 american legal drama filmed uh film based on aaron sorkin's 1989 play and it was directed by rob reiner mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: um the uh, the box office on this it was like 15 million in its opening and it was the top film for the next 3 weeks and overall it grossed 141 million in the US, 101 million internationally for 243 million. That's
1: so, fucking huge. Pretty
2: damn big for 1992.
1: That's like 3 times more than Goodfellas was uh in terms of the box office. Wasn't that like 75 yeah, or something true. like that? Yeah. That's a shit ton yeah. more money.
2: Well, this is definitely a a, a huge movie in terms of, I think everybody knows of, you know, yeah. the classic Nicholson portrayal here. Yeah.
1: But, uh, I mean, the, the the lines are iconic. The yeah. way that Sorkin just came out swinging, uh, you know, making a tapestry out of his fucking bar napkins in terms of making this script. Yeah, there were some other people, though,
2: involved in the screenwriting that did some rewriting on it, too.
1: I'm sure. I don't know if it was straight like... I think like,
2: Rob Reiner actually... Um, touched it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and then there was another guy in... He removed some of the stuff. Like, he removed, like, the uh, the logbook or something. Like was, oh, uh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah they the airplane log.
2: The, uh, the fake logbook. Mm. Anyways, um, fun facts uh, James Wood addition to play Jessup. Really? But Nicholson got it.
1: Do you think this movie would be better with James Wood's? No. Uh, no way. No. no. I mean, considering.
2: The final how, fucking. Yeah, Nicholson yeah. nailed this. I mean. It might be one of his most iconic roles. Oh, easily. Yeah. I mean the fact that he's only in the movie for what? Yeah.
1: Barely ten minutes? Yeah.
2: And I was looking at the Academy Awards and uh, he did get uh, nominated for supported uh, best supporting actor, mm-hmm. but uh, obviously he didn't well not obviously, but he did not win.
1: This was like some Hannibal Lecter in terms of like very short screen time but having all the most iconic parts. Yeah,
2: right. Definitely. And yeah. he was paid five million for ten days of shooting. <laughs> So he had, you know, he made um, five hundred thousand a day. And mm-hmm. Nicholson said it was one of the few times when it was money well spent.
1: I think so. I mean, you get uh, five million dollars, ten days of shooting, and an Oscar nomination. That's about as clean and dry as a fucking awesome role that you can get in Hollywood. And that's the only type of shit that you know the old wolf would be able to pull off in terms of Nicholson. Because I don't know who's got that type of clout. Uh, well, I'm sure there's some people, Leo is maybe obviously one of them up there, Brad Pitt, but that level of star, that command that uh, someone like Nicholson has over the studio is just, it's been lost, you know? Five, Miles Teller isn't ringing people out. Five million
2: for just ten days. <laughs>
1: And he's probably blowing, like, at least, like, 50K on whatever fucking Guantanamo Bay strippers they had around there. Like, he was getting some Cuban <laughs> well, pussy. It, it was never, it, was,
2: it wasn't, It was obviously. Um,
1: filmed there, no. But he. I'm sure he would go across the border and spend his money in Guantanamo Bay <laughs> getting Cuban pussy. More than likely, yeah. That's just something that Jack would do, you know. And I guess the original play was inspired
2: by an actual Code Red at Guantanamo Bay. Uh, Lance Corporal David Cox and nine other enlisted men tied up a fellow Marine and severely beat him for snitching to the Naval Criminal Investigative Service. Damn. He was acquitted and later honorably discharged, but then in 1994, he mysteriously vanished and his bullet ridden body was found three months later. <laughs>
1: I wonder what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't just like he was fucking assassinated. I mean, that's the crazy part. It's like, how do you play off certain wounds to bodies? Like, yeah, this guy had a, I mean, a bullet wound through the back of the head. riddled. I yeah. mean, this is like a mob hit. So it's a suicide, we think. Maybe He seemed <laughs> to maybe have just misfired a couple times. And uh, his uh, murder remains unsolved. Yeah. Too bad. Hopefully, uh, you know... When the when the uh, few good men sequel come out, we'll maybe get the more attention to get this case back on the fucking board. But it seems like David Cox is gonna live the rest of his life in a mystery. Live, live the rest of his death in our memories. And Rotten
2: Tomatoes, eighty four percent for the critics. Mm-hmm. I would have thought it was a little it would be higher.
1: This feels right for the audience score. I wonder if like people were 89. critically rubbed a little wrong by like Sorkin's. Uh, a pulpy sort of dialogue and stuff like that. Like, just yeah. more of the, the quirks
2: of him. I was reading some of the reviews. There, there were some weird stuff. Like, they were actually saying, like, like, it was a sloppy film movie or something. And I was just like, really? I, mm. I don't know what they were.
1: Sloppy movie. I mean, it's pretty... I don't know how long is it? Is it over wording. two two hours and, like, ten minutes? Is that, like, the length of this thing? Um. Well, did, it doesn't he, seem like Reiner
2: long. didn't even get a Best Director, right? He wasn't nominated... Uh, it was Best Picture, Supporting Actor, and in like editing and uh, I can't remember what the other one was, but he didn't get Best. Director. Yeah,
1: I think those were the three: Best Picture, Editing, and. Uh, but when you think sporting. about it, I don't know
2: that the directing really would warrant uh, an Academy Award.
1: I mean, no, was, this isn't like you know Reiner's auteur theory where he's just fucking making every you know, single got shot. of a few and good men. Demi Moore and
2: you know they're basically in an apartment building. I mean, they do have a few scenes where they. You know, filmed supposedly at Guantanamo and then mm. uh, courtroom.
1: Yeah, this is like young young Demi and young uh, young Cruz just running wild and fucking old Jack. You know, crown the whole movie together. Like, this is a really interesting point in all those people's like careers. What was this? Uh, probably in the first handful of movies, Cruz took on to like really blow him up to start him. What did he have before this that was any bigger?
2: Uh, I would have to look at his uh, IMDb.
1: It was probably what the the one where he skates across the ground and like in his socks. What was that movie?
2: Oh, uh, Risky Business. Yeah, that was obviously his opener. Yeah, that was though That sort of did put him on the map.
1: Yeah, I wonder. I'm gonna look it up right now. How far along uh, a few good men. Okay, he started acting in 1981 with, like, Taps and Endless Love. He had Cocktail before and Rain Man, Born on the Fourth of July. He had a bunch of shit beforehand. He already, I mean, Cruise already had Top Gun at this point. So it's kind of funny that his teeth were still fucked up and he was, like, you know, not the the giant Cruise that we know now. But only two years later, he was a stat, which is sort of weird to think about. Yeah. Yeah. It just feels like this is, like, a younger, younger Cruise. But we'll we'll get like kind of deeper into the cruise thing. There's like kind of a lot to talk about with him, and mostly it has to do with Scientology. Uh, <laughs> oh, Dad! I could see uh, I could see Flipper and Rory. They're they're coming up now with their uh, their suits. Hey, hey, hey guys! Flipper! Wow, Flipper. I can't believe you you put on a... Uh, it looks more like a wetsuit, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you needed to put on, like, a wetsuit tuxedo. Also, you don't wear tuxedos the court. That's sort of, like, a little tacky. Uh, yeah, guys, this is not the Academy Awards. Yeah, this is not the Slappies, you know? You guys just sort of use whatever suits that you had from the Slappies. Yeah.
4: Well, I mean, I, I only really have the one suit from my dad. And he, you know, he, after hearing the Slappies, he, he sent me the bill, you know, for, like, renting uh, his suit. So... Yeah, I, I kind of owe him a lot of money.
1: Send him the bill. What do you mean the bill? He, you said he was charging you.
4: Yeah, it was like a lease.
1: That's really, really sad. That your runaway dad is leasing you his old suit. But this is neither like here nor there. Guys, we're we're on the precipice of being in there. Uh, Muskie doesn't have an attorney. What the fuck are we gonna do? Nothing. <laughs> well, no. I mean, like. What is there any evidence of the space stuff? Obviously, uh, the Musk mothership has been seen like flying around Vegas. People are taking pictures of it like it's a, an alien spacecraft. Like it's the word is out that we're sort of like a part of this world now, and I wonder if any of our previous bullshit is going to come back to haunt us. It might. But uh, all right, Rory Flipper, do you guys like plan to give a truthful testimony? Are we are we lying? Like, what's the plan? <laughs> okay, wow, wait a minute, Flipper. you don't need to uh fall on the fucking uh the sword here and admit that you worked with the Russians. We can just sort of like leave that off. Unless somebody brings it up, then we'll just say it's Muskie. We don't have to implicate you, to be honest with you. You know, you didn't kill me. I mean anybody.
2: Are, are are the Russians still, you know, the enemy or I don't know if the Russians were the enemy or in this universe. Yeah,
1: the Ukrainians have invaded the Russians in this universe. Is Putin even, you know, know, is the... the Yeah, we can't get into the geopolitical strife here in terms of, like, who's who.
4: Yeah, well, I I, I really think... I think I have to tell the truth, but, like, that he's kind of a good guy sometimes. You know, uh, well, except the Brock stuff with, you know, the fact that I'm taking care of him now, which is a big bitch!
2: Rory. (laughs) Oh, my God. Rory, I, you don't have to lie. Come on. Just, just <laughs>
4: get hey, Brock, come on. You, you, your tie is a little too tight. You're looking a little purple.
1: Muskie's a stone-cold killer. Yeah, this this seems like a little too much for us to yeah. even be giving him, like, the benefit of the doubt that he would get out of this situation. Like, this seems like cut and dry. He was I'm thinking in, we can take over the bar.
2: Get him boo I mean, you know. Oh, is
1: well, Mbutu here? No, he's not here yet. Uh, I know <laughs> Zunk actually was able to uh, find the bar, and I'm sure he's loitering around somewhere. Is he with, like, you guys or something like that?
4: Yeah, him and uh,
1: Rocco were just, like, walking around. They
4: uh, heard Patrick and uh, Joe were on uh, site, so they are going to go try to talk to him.
1: Oh, wow. That might, like, <laughs> that might kind of bring back some really traumatic memories for Zunk, but, you know, I'm sure uh, I'm sure Rocco is at least c- keeping him company in that respect. Oh, okay. Hey, uh, everybody, you know, put your uh, your hands to your head and salute because it looks like the president is pulling up on yours. I don't know how he read in a limousine, but yeah, he's pulling up in style. There's another man that I don't know why he'd be, you know, anywhere near a courthouse. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, I think that's more, uh, if anything, hubris to imagine that you would, like, be able to just talk as freely as he does. Maybe he's scouting judges or something, you know, like yeah he's trying to work him for like whatever merger deal he's yeah. going to have with the triple xfl get the saudi money into it and it's going to be like living the pga all over again <laughs> oh, looking for a lawyer he's got robo trump too
0: what <laughs> robo trump yeah people hello boys it's so good to see you are you planning on throwing Muskie under the bus donald and i thought that would be funny really funny actually
1: that's right robo trump we think it's so funny uh, Gus has gone too far. He killed too many aliens. He uh, ruined my deal for the Triple XFL and uh, the merger with the aliens. So I don't know, boys. I think I might sell him out for maybe uh, all four hundred years of the prison sentence they say I'm supposed to get, which is complete bullshit. Yeah. Well, I'm. You know, I'm
2: glad that you guys are. You know, sort of thinking that we need to throw Muskie under the bus. I mean, I hate to really say that, but at the same point, you know. I, I really can't get over, you know, his, his psychotic nature, and um, I think he does need to do some time.
0: Beep, boop. I'm sorry, guys. It would be funny to purge your muskies a bit, but I'm not a rat. If I'm called to the stand, I won't squeal. That's a promise, folks.
1: You're a better man than I, RoboTrump. Uh, I don't think I could do the same. If anything, you should keep me off the stand. I'm kind of a little frisky. Uh, like I said, Jack Smith, breathing down my neck. Saying I can't have my boxes, which uh, (laughs) I brought with me on the Musk mothership. I didn't tell you guys. What? It's true. They've been uh, up against the walls in the bathroom. I know we have that zero gravity toilet, and uh, there's still poop (laughs) particles on them. Okay. That's Uh, uh, maybe. uh, I thought that was
2: emergency toilet paper.
1: Geez, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I guess I did not really think about the fact that all that toilet paper had confidential written all over it. Trump- do you need toilet paper in the in the Musk model shop? I, I maybe I shouldn't have been wiping myself with that. Yeah, I mean, it I, well it was just normality or, type of yeah. thing. We just want something to wipe on our ass and it was just the nearest thing. So Yeah, yeah I I don't, I don't know if, know if you our just fecal stick matter your
2: ass on that table. I mean table on, <laughs> <laughs> on those boxes. <laughs> No, on the toilet, and it just sort of, you know, grabs your shit, and then it just, you know, cleans you at the same time.
1: Yeah, maybe we need some nanobot technology to, to clean, like, all the particles off my ass, but <laughs> I don't know if we've reached that particular type, type of technology, but at least we have, like, some AI who can talk to us, like AI Michaels, or Robotromper, all the friends we made along the way, who, like I said, we've all gathered here to maybe fucking throw Gus under, like, it's still sort of up in the air. You know, as I we... just
2: brought popcorn, that's all.
1: it's, gonna, it's gonna be a spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, uh, you're kind of a little too excited about this, and I feel almost bad because I don't yeah, know. there's no
2: love loss between me and Muskie.
1: No, you don't like him as much as I do. I feel like mostly bad for the guy. Uh, truly, some of like the aliens that he killed did help us out, but jeez, yeah, I don't really think that we can really justify the death of the podcasters Dustin and Larry. Fucking rugs, uh, Ru- Russ Pugsley and Andre the Sea Lion. Those yeah, did he even hesitate for the simple fact that they looked exactly like us? And really, I think the killing offense was that he uh, put a sign over his hypothetical, you know, bar, but yeah. that never really happened. So I he probably just didn't take a good
2: look, but he, well, he was
1: just discombobulated. Or maybe it was just you know, uh,
2: friendly fire or something. I don't. know.
1: Uh, he could have been seeing double, you know, maybe he was just taking all of his shit out on us. I think he just like blanks out and just starts just firing.
2: He just, then he comes back and he goes, Oh shit. I just killed everybody in the room.
1: Well, it would make sense considering the way that he's dismissed several legal counselors, uh, in the ways of like actually trying to get him off or plead insanity or something like that. But word on the street is that there is a, uh, super talented lawyer on the actual courthouse grounds. He's Kind of like this mercenary guy, I think his name is a uh, Seamus Goodboy. This guy is like you know all over the uh, billboards and the local newspaper. Seamus Good guy. Yeah, well, Goodboy. You know, don't call him Good guy. I think that was maybe like Goodboy. Yeah, he's Goodboy. Seamus Goodboy good boy.
2: or Goodfella.
1: I'm sure he would maybe like that too. But I think just like Does on he paper, he. any he's- mob
2: affiliations?
1: No. Well, I don't know yet. He's just like this weird uh, lawyer that I saw in all these sort of like advertisements. And I gave him a call. He said he was going to be participating in uh, a flag football league next door to like the courthouse. So, <laughs> flag football? Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm really hoping that being that Petrick is here, uh, maybe he can work his magic. I know that we're trying to impress uh, Tim Whiplash. So, we have a couple deals under the table. I'm sure we'll be able to like check in with them in a little bit. But, Dad, now that we've uh, set the stage for what is otherwise going to be uh, some real legal drama amongst our fucking peers, well, let's just do uh, some Letterboxd Worst Reviews to get the worst out of the worst out of the way. So, uh, first up on Letterboxd Worst Reviews, we have a uh, Half Star by cookies for You on May 3rd, 2023. They didn't say the title of the film. And this did feel like a movie that was sort of primed for that. Like, certain movies just have, like, those snippy little titles where... Uh, in the same way, like the Leonardo, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio meme, where you like, he's pointing at the screen, and it's like, oh, they're saying the thing on the TV. Uh, <laughs> that's that's sort of what I was hoping for, but no, not in, the, not in this one. Yeah, well, I don't think it warrants a half star. No, but also a lot of these movies that we've like watched lately that are technically classics, uh, they always have the haters, which is uh, definitely the case for this next one here, which is uh, another half star by Andrew Kay. On February 24th, 2023, pretentious, insufferable writing and execution that satisfies no potential at all, unless it had none. I'd rather watch American sitcoms instead of this. Friends is somehow better than this. And I beseech to be told I was uh, intentionally lame and shallowly overrated. How do you spend years on a writing and this is it? I don't even wish that this was created with more effort, even redone uh, with a superior writer, director. I just wish it never was made. Zero out of ten. Which I don't agree at all. I think obviously this movie Please. is generally well yeah. received. I don't think
2: anybody could. I mean, even if you had some problems with the movie, it does not warrant a zero. Well, Friends, Aaron Sorkin. Where does zero
1: e- F <laughs> failed? Rewrite that paper now. He might like have uh, some claim to like shit on Sorkin for some movies, but I don't think this is the one. No, you know. I what mean, is
2: Friends? Oh yeah, that's uh, an American classic. I mean, of course, it Michael kind of is, friends, but, <laughs> but yeah, but it's just not the same. It's a TV show. It's a sitcom.
1: Where is uh friends like like rank for you on sitcoms? Do you have a sitcom number one? <sighs> Honestly, I can't say that I do.
2: <clears throat> I just don't watch that kind of TV.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think How I Met Your Mother was just like the one that was playing during my era. So that was the one I glommed on the most, but I know like Troy burned through friends, and I have a couple friends who love friends like a lot. Yeah. So I mean, I I did watch that show,
2: and, and it it was good. I mean, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't you know it didn't you know it wasn't like I fucking like yeah fucking friends tonight. Let's oh man
1: yeah. Did you uh, like Seinfeld more than Friends, or was that? Oh ra- yeah, okay. Seinfeld. Seinfeld over Friends. Yes, that's probably you know the. Uh, the I would hips definitely
2: say Seinfeld's probably definitely in a top five. Yeah, easily. I th- and I don't even have to think of the others, but I know yeah. it would definitely rank in there.
5: <laughs> What's the deal with taking a break from your girlfriend and then fucking somebody else and getting
1: an STD? It's not cool. What's the deal? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, in terms of the the bigger questions that Friends presented, I think they're sort of as innocuous as Seinfeld shit, like shrinkage, you know, we were on a break type of stuff, like these weird petty arguments that end up reverberating through the culture, uh, or in the case of whatever that bit was that Jerry gave someone a fucking STD. Um, but we have uh, another half star by Choose to Be More on November 1st, 2020. Like watching celebs do high school play written by a middle schooler. Sorkin can eat my shorts. Defund the military. Abolish the police. And did you ever uh, do like a, a child play or anything like that? Or like defund the military. I kind of agree with that. Well, think about how much money we defund? actually defund. I'm no, I I get it. But... Well, defund is not the same as abolish, which is the next thing that they say. Which. The whole defund the police thing even more made more sense in terms of, like, what we were talking about, but... What were you going to say? Uh, in terms of uh, plays, did you ever do, like, a high school play, uh, you know, a childhood play or anything like that? No. No? No. Not even, like, with your neighborhood kids? You wouldn't oh, put on, like, yeah. a show Oh, yeah, we did like some
2: stupid shit when we were kids. I mean, one time we put on a KISS concert. You
1: you did, like, a Kiss cover song concert? Did you play, like, the songs out loud and you sang to them?
2: No, we, like, well, I was, like, part of, like,
1: the stage
2: crew or something. Like, I, I, like, worked the lights and threw, like, you know those little snaps that yeah (laughs) we we had like this our pyrotechnics were those like exploding rocks like they're in the paper and you throw them and and then we had this all these cans set up and at the end of detroit rock city we like knocked down this can pyramid (laughs) and i had made like costumes for like one of the kids that was gene simmons and my brother was uh peter chris Mm. and then there was ace and paul stanley (laughs) they had the makeup on and everything and the parents came and you know we're just playing you know Kiss songs and they're playing, you know, like air guitar and pretending that they were. That's kids. dope, dude. <laughs> I mean, that's sort of like we never. Oh, I think we. <laughs> one time we set off a smoke bomb, and because we were gonna use one, yeah, and we did it in the basement, and it freaking like just like blew up. Oh in the ba- I mean, just made so Smoked much smoke. the house out yeah. type of thing. His father came running down.
6: What the fuck are you kids doing? You're smoking doobies down Get here. Get the
7: hell out of here. Yeah. And
6: that
2: almost
1: like blew up the whole thing. Like,
7: you guys don't have no damn concert in here.
1: Damn, that's too bad. I think that's such a wholesome thing, like putting on little shows as a kid. And that's obviously something you stop doing unless you're some sort of like stage performer doing it volunteering or like an actor or whatever. But, you know that's like the fun shit that like as a child you just get to do you get to fucking garner people who want to watch you do stupid shit yeah read little scripts make movies and stuff like that we should get back to that you know stop working so much just start putting on plays uh all right the next one i have up is one star by alexis on november 12 2022 this is unfortunately my first review because we had to watch this in english class i hate tom cruise so much he is a sexist piece of shit and utterly insane Thank you. How do you feel about Tom Cruise? And this is right before we'll go into like you know the deeper dive of Tom Cruise. Like, what's your surface level take of Cruise at this point? I mean, being that he's part of
2: Scientology, that definitely is a um, a check against him. Um, Other than that, I've always liked his movies. Yeah, I I can't say that I don't like Tom Cruise movies.
1: Do you have a favorite uh, Cruise movie? Cruise part? Um. Well, the Mission Impossible ones were always...
2: Mm -hmm. I like those. I mean, the you know, um, Top Gun Maverick, I just thought, was, you know, exceptional.
1: Great movie. Obviously, that was, like, one of the biggest movies of the fucking year.
2: And maybe it's just because we've had so many shitty movies that this one just, like, literally blew it out of the water compared Mm -hmm. to everything else that's been out there. Yeah, the COVID release malaise. And that might, you know, go against a lot of, you know, MCU fans, but...
1: They're kind of, uh, you know, in their own turmoil at yeah. this point. All the uh, the Marvel, the DC Universe, all that shit is crumbling after The Flash revealed itself to be uh, another stinker for the superhero shit. It's got to burn out at some point. For sure. Because the movies just don't have good writers, and they haven't for a while. So it's not really their fault that they're just... Well, it is their fault. I mean, look what happened at Disco. <laughs> <laughs> that's real. Everything's gonna fall. You know, the the Roman Empire fell. the uh, The Marvel Empire will Just fall. Just a matter of time. Just a matter of time. I think Frank TJ Mackey is probably my, uh, you know, TJ Mack from uh, Magnolia. When he's like, yeah, the, that's uh, a
2: good. That is a very good part. And
1: that's him as like a um, a side character type of thing, a supporting role. But in a way, uh, Cruz can be the leading man and can be a really compelling side character as well. And then finally, uh, for the last one I have, one and a half stars by Life y 8 on August 12, 2022. I would rather watch the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial, to be honest. And this is an interesting turn, I guess, like in the way that social media and streaming works now with the Twitches and really anything in terms of how uh, media is is put out right away. And the celebrity trials, which obviously probably peaked with, like, the OJ thing, and we've had plenty of other trials that are uh, very, very, like, there's a lot of attention around them and stuff like that. But I wonder how much more stuff we're going to see, like, the Paltrow trial, which was, like, all fluff. This dude was suing over uh, some weird injury that he got when he was skiing, but it's just, like, rich people having their fights out in public for the cameras. Yeah. Because it's like, it made a, I don't know if it made a lot of money, but it probably drove several weeks worth of clicks. <laughs> so I wonder if these things could be like stage. It could be like a fucking Truman show. Or even like uh, the that one show where the guy is pretending to be a jury member. Or everyone else is pretending to be jury members and he's being Truman showed. Have you ever seen that? The jury? No. Yeah, it's like this... Um, It's reality TV where James Marston and a bunch of other uh, paid actors are pretending to be uh, people who are on a jury for some ridiculous fucking crazy trial. And there's only one guy who doesn't know that he's actually, like, on a show. So all these people will act up this stuff. The guy is, like, in a fucking hotel that is all employed by people who are, like, on the show and continue this ruse. So, I don't know. It seems like the courtroom thing, the, the true crime ecosystem... We're going to find new ways to make meta content, I guess, at the end of the day, including rich people getting their, their pull.
2: <laughs> yes, for sure.
1: Uh, but now that we've sort of uh, prattled on a little bit about <laughs> what, what crazy shit celebrities are willing to make us watch, uh, including their trials, is there anything that you wanted to shine your spotlight on? Um,
2: let's see. Spotlight. Yeah, I mean, obviously this has the iconic line of, You
3: can't handle the
2: truth. Yeah. And I was looking up to see what the, you know, what are the top, you know, 100 best lines in movies. Mm -hmm. And do you know what the number one is?
1: Uh, the number one. Uh, no, I don't. Well, wait, can you give me a hint? Yeah,
2: it's an older movie.
1: Uh, how, like, is it quite frankly, uh... Madam, I don't give a damn or something Frankly, like
2: that. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. That's number one? Number one. Wow,
1: I can't believe I guessed yeah. that. That
2: must be like, I th- I would
1: have to think that's like, because that was done in 1930-something. Yeah, that was what, Gone with the Wind? Yeah. Wasn't that like a five-hour movie? What the fuck was the deal with that? I don't know. Uh, uh, what was her goddamn, Scarlett O'Hara? Yeah. Rhett Butler.
2: Yeah, Rhett uh, Butler. Yeah, and uh, number two was, I'm going to make him.
1: I'm going to make him? Yeah, from The
2: Godfather. And I don't even get that.
1: No, I wouldn't expect that to be the one from The Godfather. It's like I'm going to make him an offer I, I you know, he can't refuse. I guess so.
2: Yeah, that's part of it. Where's
1: Infinity and Beyond? Where's like um Here's Johnny? Or any of that type of shit. Well,
2: let me let me just go down the list. Yeah, a little give bit. me the top 10. Um number 3 is You Don't Understand. I could have I I could have had class. I could have <laughs> been a contender. I could have Marla Brando. From? Oh,
1: from uh On the water waterfront. Yeah, 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 yeah,
2: yeah. And number four is Toto. I'm feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Mm. Judy Garland.
1: I'm surprised that's not like two.
2: Yeah, that's true. Yeah,
1: in terms of like movie history. And then number five is "Here's Looking at You"
2: from Casablanca.
1: Here's looking at, ya? Here's what looking at you. What the fuck? That's kid. not even. Isn't that what uh, Rick
2: says? You know, Bogart.
1: Yeah, no, but, like, that's still not the the line that you would think from Casablanca. Well,
2: this came from some list that they, you know, they polled a bunch of people, and this is what they came up with, so I don't know that this is the definitive list.
1: Yeah. I need need a double check on this, but keep giving the rest of these. And then the next one is, go ahead,
2: make my day.
1: Yeah, Dirty Harry. Yeah.
2: And number seven is, all right, Mr. DeMille from Sunset, Norma, I... There's probably more to it. Some of these are cut off, but uh-huh. um, I don't even know what that is. I've never heard of it. Uh-huh. And may the force be with you. Okay, okay. And fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a... Bumpy all, ride? Yeah. All about Eve.
1: <laughs> you need to be able to read the goddamn quote. The fact that it cuts it off is Well, sort of it's because
2: I grabbed the... The, uh, the screenshot? No, it was like a table, and I think I didn't have it expanded enough to ah, okay. show me some of these. Although, I don't know. Maybe... Anyways, then number nine is Fasten Your Seatbelt.
1: It's going to be a... Uh, oh, no, I just said that one.
2: Yeah. You're talking to me?
1: Yeah. I would. I was wondering where uh, Taxi Driver was going to come in in respect to that one. Because that's also, like, one of the first things any fucking show is going to reference most of the time. Like, there's few references that get more play than that one in that and respect. And then,
2: like, uh, E.T. Phone Homes number 15... Rosebud is seventeen. What's another one? Just literally Bond, James Bond. Yeah, number twenty-two. Just his goddamn name. Uh, Show me the money. Yeah, from
1: Jerry Maguire is number twenty-five. I wonder what actor has the most famous lines. Well, I'm trying to
2: find like oh, there it is. The Terminator's thirty-seven. I'll
1: be back. Yeah. And we've been watching the Arnold doc, too, and that's, like, funny that he got off his entire uh, Senate candidacy essentially just by making Terminator quotes. Like, he was doing essentially the Ron DeSantis woke thing, but with, like, I'll be back and, like, everything else that he would say in that movie. Right.
2: Um, I see dead people. Mm -hmm. 44. I'm looking for, um, there's no more Arnold ones in here.
1: I'm sure he's somewhere, you know. We we can maybe, like, double back on that list in get the yeah, deep cuts. But I was just, you know... I thought it would be interesting to freaking look
2: at these, and actually, I think they're missing some here.
1: Yeah, we might have to do our own definitive best quotes for, like, this podcast, whether we're saying it or from the movies that we're yeah, watching. Yeah, we're going
2: to have thing. to get the, the Rushmore, but...
1: Yeah, there's a lot of Rushmores that need to be carved, and we got, you know, the stonework to do it. And there's also Tom Cruise... Character is drinking Yahoo. Now Yuho. Yohoo.
2: Yahoo. Yahoo.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Caffey creates Yahoo and becomes a billionaire <laughs> tech giant.
2: Yeah, Yohoo.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. Um have you you drink Yahoo? Uh I think I was more of the nesquik variety of like that type of milk. I don't think Yohoo was like part of the millennial experience. I, I know it was for just, older people. For
2: some reason I would just see that and I always just thought it would be nasty. I just I've never drank you never had mm-hmm. a YooHoo? No. Interesting. Well, it's just like chocolate milk, right? Yeah. It just seems like that's a. I, I was wondering if it was still even actually made, and it's like, yeah, it's still they're still selling it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's sort of a big brand. I think they could probably. The fact that I recognize YooHoo, regardless of whether I drink it, is a testament to that brand power.
2: And the other thing I had was, like, Tom Cruise's character needed to um, Caffey, He needed to have a bat to help him think. Do you have like any?
1: Thing I hold on to to think better <laughs> aside from my dick and balls uh, no I don't know if there's any real like uh, material object that gets the brain kind of pumping in that way is there something for you like you, no. you're swinging a golf ball or a golf club no. things start clicking no I was just wondering if like that's a thing people would do
2: like you know have something that they sort of have to have, like clicking or yeah I get as spinning. hard as I can
1: and grab onto the base and I just try to think really really hard uh, in terms of, like, anything I had for a spotlight, the first one I had up was just, like, the the demise. Not really the demise, but, like, the the fizzle out of Jack Nicholson's career into, like, the latter half of his life. Where he really was acting up into yeah, but his 60s. Well, he was just at some Laker games and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, but he looks like he's, like, you know, senile. Well, that's what I'm saying. He's been getting so much, like... Supermodel coochie and eating like hoagies for several decades now—that his body just can't handle superstardom anymore. But it's unfortunate when you do have these like really all-time stars not have these extra fucking leg of their career when they get to the end. Like you know, Michael Caine is still working in a way that Jack Nicholson's not. So you would hope that the better ones are actually like a little bit more uh, careful with their health. Or something like that. They're almost like the LeBron James. Like you want that extra. Well, how career. old is Nicholson now? Is Nicholson's he 80? probably like eighty something. Yeah, now. but you have to wonder
2: if he just like either I mean, his... before he showed up at the Lakers game, they had you know I saw something <laughs> you know like all of a sudden you know In Jack hiding. Nicholson sighting. You know oh, he's, he's out 86. on his porch and his hair's like sticking all up and he's sort of you know yeah all bloated and fat and just sort of like you know has a probably a stained T-shirt on and.
1: Well, at eighty six, like you're doing pretty well for yourself. He's yeah. probably in that really, really high well, you just, end. Old you know, person. I mean, he,
2: he's not like Pacino, who's like you know popping out kids still at freaking eighty four, or
1: whatever. <laughs> yeah, he is. dude, the fact that Pacino's swimmers are still <laughs> fucking working is like maybe uh, something we need to applaud him for. Maybe that's his like you know commemorative Oscar. Well, a lot of people are like shit
2: for it, but I'm just like, damn, you know. Yeah, Good for you, man. But, for I mean, sure. It, it, no, it sort of sucks. I mean, what you know, that kid's not gonna have a father. Yeah, he's
1: eighty-three years old. Well, he, he might have.
2: Obviously, he's gonna have some probably stepdad at or so, at some point.
1: But... Oh my god, she's twenty-nine years old. Oh, that's fucking wild as hell. I mean, is that the biggest age gap for a celebrity like old dirty guy? Where that's <sighs> yeah, that's probably on the top ten list. That's 50, 54 years difference. That's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah. That's two of I her. ain't saying she's a gold digger. Well <laughs> they apparently have like sussed that out where they think this girl doesn't actually uh just go after rich people she just likes old dudes like that was the thing like she actually has sure she does well she apparently has her own money in some way like she's either related to some rich family instagram
2: influencer
1: yeah she's a tiktoker and she just just blew up in pacino liked her fucking tiktok and dm'd her her whole
2: thing is uh you know i date 80 year old you know former
1: actors Hey, I mean... She's probably
2: going to show up on Nicholson's door pretty soon.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, she sucks the soul out of him. She's like the the (laughs) Reaper uh, in fucking Harry Potter. (laughs) Who else is in the 80s? Gene Uh, Hackman? Is uh, De Niro 80s? Uh, No, he's actually 79. He hasn't hit that 80 yet. He's going to turn 80 in August. He's still doing pretty good for 80. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's still doing fucking... Pacino doesn't look that bad either.
2: But Chino's got that weird hairplug yeah, shit. Yeah, he looks a little mad scientist, man. But he's, Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. He looks like a more Italian fucking Einstein. <laughs> but yeah, there's plenty of old dudes who could probably just give up the uh, give up the bag if a girl is willing to take the load. And in respect to, like, Nicholson, I didn't know he was 86. But yeah, I, I hope he lives out the rest of his life in a, a cool way. I'm just hoping he's not hiding out because he has, like, a, a Me Too scandal on the back burner that he's been hiding out from. Because that's the fear. Like, all these dudes well, who are public. they will show up in something they will just CGI you, you know, youthful Jack. <laughs> An AI Jack Nicholson who still gets pussy somehow. That would be, <laughs> yeah, truly a technological achievement. Uh, the next thing I had up was Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. And I always thought this was, like, such a cool um, search reference of being able to see, like, you know you can try to beat the Oracle or something like that. You try to beat the the degrees of Kevin. And there's this web, website, the reason I say Oracle, because it's uh, Oracle of Kevin Bacon. It's your chance to use the, the Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon thing to see if you can connect to it. So what is a celebrity that you have met that you think would maybe be in that Six Degrees? Have you, Did like... I've
2: met a celebrity?
1: Uh, you could, like... You've met some rock stars. You've met some sort of people, like, it's Sideways, like, friend of a friend... You know somebody who knows somebody. Um, like, I have somebody that I had mentioned the other day that I'm going to try, but I haven't looked if it yeah, actually connects.
2: Yeah, all my... Um, I remember I met Claus uh, Main, Main, or mine of the Scorpions. Uh, I rode down the elevator that he was in, and then um, that's pretty much the only, like, close encounter. I've, I can't think of any... I mean, I remember we went to Vegas and saw... What's her name? Um... Oh crap! She was sitting at a table. <sighs> what was she in? She was in nine hundred two one zero. She was the
1: daughter of the the producer there. Um, daughter of the producer, uh, Tori Spelling. Yeah. it was Tori, Tori Spelling. Spelling. Yeah. Okay, let's see if your uh, random uh, you know restaurant encounter gets you a uh, Tori Spelling, uh, Kevin Bacon, a Tori Spelling. Find a link. Tory Spelling is a Bacon number of two, so you're only—I guess—you would be the third degree if you've seen Tori Spelling, because Tory was in the last uh, Sharknado. It's about time, with James Hong, who was in R.I.P.D. with Kevin Bacon. So, <laughs> you know, pretty pretty easy in Bacon number at that respect. Yeah. Um, I guess the person that I have come in contact with uh, was Duncan Trussell, the uh, I guess the well-known uh, Rogan guest. So let's see if that has any sort of play here. Duncan Trussell. Oh! Duncan Trussell has a Bacon number of infinity. He cannot be linked to Bacon by using only feature films. What about Alice Cooper? Ooh, okay, yeah. Alice Cooper is another uh, Ashvillian that we've kind of yeah. bumped into at this point. Bacon number of two. Cooper was in The Prince of Darkness with Victor Wong, who was in Tremors with Kevin Bacon. So... We've had some grazings with bacon, just from like a certain degree. What about uh, Gladys Knight, your mother? Yeah, mom knows Gladys Knight. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully I can spell her name correctly. G-L-Y-S. Yeah, bacon number two. Gladys (laughs) Knight was in Hollywood Homicide with Eloy Casados, who was in Frost Dixon with Kevin Bacon. (laughs) So all these like Asheville, North Carolina area celebrities that we bumped into... uh, they're they're pretty close connected to Bacon, you know. Yeah, he's everywhere. You can't beat him. He's he's omnipresent. Yeah. It seems.
2: The six degrees holds true,
1: <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the only things that really makes sense. It's it's much more accurate than like the Joe Pesci herpes tree uh, or any of the other ones that we try to like talk about. Um, but the last uh, spotlight that I had was the uh, tribunal of Tom Cruise, and this is just sort of the the full deep dive into. I guess the Scientology thing, conversationally, because I don't think you and I have really touched on this before, but in the way that he is, like, the um, the celebrity overseer, like, the 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 master poobah of all the people who are involved, he's probably, like, the, the highest standing member, I would imagine. And there's all these stories of uh, the uh, Sin- uh, Church of Scientology, like, vetting wives for him and, like, trying to hook him up with, like, these women that he goes on these intense interviews, and they orchestrate this whole little life. That was like the Katie Holmes thing. Like, Katie Holmes was sort of, like, interviewed and groomed to be uh, Tom Cruise's wife in the sense that, like, brought him in and, like, indoctrinated her to uh, want to be kind of around Tom Cruise like that.
7: Really?
2: He's got a lot of power. Well, there is a, a connection to the Church of Scientology in this movie because Cruise said that he modeled his performance on Church of Scientology chairman David Musk, uh Miskovich, mm. with whom he is friends, of course. Yeah.
1: <laughs> they're just hanging out. He's like, You have a really great character. It's you know, said that persona. Cruz
2: insisted on using the church's clear sound, sound reproduction technology, which he claimed captured his voice better. Damn. <laughs> There's one. Even the Scientologists, just, you know, they, they're, they're coming up with technology that makes your voice sound better. Yeah. Probably I'm, done through whatever they're. Who's there, like, you know spiritual god or whatever who do they think is
1: well that's that's one of the videos that i have pulled up here because uh the the people at south park were so kind enough to try to explain it to the people exactly what the you know the highest uh standing members of this religion believe in and it's this fucking alien backstory which you know this clip is maybe like two minutes two and a half minutes we'll just kind of play and listen to it as it goes through but
8: understand we just want what is best for your son the reincarnation of L. Ron Hubbard must be taken care of. <laughs> he had many enemies. Wasn't Elron Hubbard a science fiction writer? Yes, but he was also a prophet who knew the secret truth about the nature of life. <laughs> this is just too much. We want to reveal... That's funny if someone
1: was like Stephen King is like able to church, see in the dark side. The We've made a whole religion
8: around it. Please, your son deserves to be enlightened. Stan, do you want to hear the Great Secret Doctrine of Life behind Scientology? (laughs) Sure. Alright, go ahead and tell (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Would you excuse us, please? This is highly classified church information. Oh, rats. Usually, to hear the Secret Doctrine, you have to be in the church for several years, Stan. Are you ready to hear the truth? I... I guess. You see, Stan, (laughs) there is a reason for people feeling sad and depressed. Alien reason. <laughs> it all began seventy five million years ago. Back then, there was a galactic federation of planets, which was ruled over by the evil Lord Zenu. Oh, 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 oh. Zenu thought his
1: galaxy knew. Yeah, this is the guy that they actually believe. In. You know what would
2: be planets, the freaking most awesome aspect first... oh.
1: of what Scientology?
2: No. <laughs> that you know there's all this talk about aliens coming down yeah everyone's spotting stuff and then all of a sudden
1: yep Aliens show up and it's goddamn Xenu. Yeah, the and everybody goes, were right. "Son of a bitch!" Well, Tom, they were right. Well, Tom Cruise would be the guy that they go to. It's like Tom, yeah. like you're truly our savior now. Like you save movies, now you're gonna save the fucking Earth because aliens will only look to you as the uh, the intermediary between Xenu and the rest of the world. <laughs> Tom Cruise becomes like the a prophet. You know, yeah. Wow, that's probably the role he wants, dude. A stub double prophet. We made Tom
2: Cruise the, you know, the the
1: leader of your Earth, yeah. and you must do what he needs, dude. I hope Tom Cruise, or be we like will a vaporize a ben- you. Yeah, I hope he's a benevolent leader in that respect. <laughs> when you know the uh, the aliens that have been showing up in Vegas and all these other places actually do say that. they First believe order of
2: business: everyone must speak their podcast is using clear sound.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because your voices suck. Yeah, we need some new uh, voice-to-voice AI-changing thing. It'll have to just be like I don't know. They have those like weird Google earplugs that can translate languages, so we'll have to adapt that for the alien tech once they kind of take over and shit like that. Yes, you can hear this
2: podcast in fifty different languages.
1: Yeah, including Scientologists. Yes, but play the rest of this in terms of like what they say because they say some crazy shit about like alien souls filling up old cavemen's brains and shit like that. Oh, caveman brains. Nice. Yeah. Uh, 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 frozen this alien is bodies one, don't, don't cruisers,
8: which looked like dc except <laughs> rock The cruisers then took the frozen alien bodies to our planet, Earth.
2: Oh, they're coming in, in on 747. Yeah. They actually the
1: were no longer frozen,
2: Gave us the It the, looks the, like Trump the Force 1. One <laughs> technology gone, of and all
1: floated up towards the sky. Yeah, they, but the they dump Zeno it into a Evil okay, Mordor. No. Oh, look at those who are... Oh, what kind of these... Disgruntled sperm, so alien souls. Spiritual sperm. Oh, they sucked the up...
8: Taken to a huge soul brainwashing facility, oh, that looks like the
1: nuke in Oppenheimer.
8: There, the souls were forced to watch days of brainwashing material, <laughs> which tricked them into believing a false reality.
1: <laughs> alien souls learn about Jesus in a hypercube with Buddha the and, anxiety and anxiety these and other fucking things.
8: At the dawn of Damn, man.
1: they're better writers than Sorkin.
8: Bodies, they
1: wow,
2: <laughs> they
8: I would, to I would kind gone. of agree. Actually, <laughs> day, I think they
2: have more range our than Sorkin. Fears, <laughs> or
8: confusions, and our problems.
2: Greatest story ever told. Jesus, Zeno.
8: Ron Hubbard did an amazing thing, telling the world this incredible truth. Now all we're asking you to do is pick up where he left off.
3: But I don't know any of this stuff Alright, you can cut it off Because
1: I want you to also listen to uh, Tom Cruise try to just like Talk about Scientology for just a second It's a fucking like nine minute um, Uncut clip But Tom says Almost nothing But also makes these sort of grandstanding pronouncements That he's like
9: oh, for borderline of saving the world That's what Mr. Cruise has brought to this world There still remains one more word on the man Call it Tom Cruise on Tom Cruise Scientologist.
4: I think it's a privilege to call yourself a Scientologist, and it's something that you have to earn. And because a Scientologist does, he or she has the ability to create new and better realities and improve conditions. Uh, Being Scientologist, you look at someone and you know absolutely that you can help them. So for me, it really is KSW, and it's just like it's it's something that
1: uh, KSW. Yeah, there's some uh some terms and words I with that. Here. They had like a whole you know, glossary with or
4: anything this that says. But that policy to me has really gone, boy. And every I, I, I there's a time I went through and said, you know what? When I read it, I you know I just went, this is it. This is exactly
1: it. Being a Scientologist. When you drive past an what are you accident, talking
9: about? It's not like anyone else. Keeping
1: Scientology working—it's like their handbook. You know you have to do it's like their policies, like that. You know, you're the only one they can really help. That's—that's that's
4: what drives me. Is that I know that we have an opportunity. And uh,
1: there's really nothing of substance that he's talking about here. He's just fucking rambling time. on about. The, these that's what I'm saying. What the
2: fuck are you talking about, Tom? Yeah. And uh, why aren't you helping anybody? Because the world is really okay. effed up right now. The absolutely.
1: Yeah, what was the Scientology response me. to COVID?
4: I would love to know. Dedicated to that. All right, you or can shut this madman off. Okay, I, I,
1: there's nothing that. more illuminating that he says in the uh, other nine minutes of that video or whatever. But, Dad, uh, I wasn't really able to take away much from that video of Tom Cruise trying to describe, I guess, the importance of Scientology. Was there uh, any takeaway or any unintentional lesson that you had from this movie? Um, Damn, I don't... What
2: did I do? Uh, I didn't. I don't have any intentional lessons.
1: Nothing. I saw that you wrote the, the no, famous lines well, thing there, which yeah, well, was I, your I other thing. It, no,
2: I put it in the wrong part. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I don't think, uh, in the respect to, like, it being his first movie, maybe Sorkin didn't have the most clear message to, uh, everybody. I think, for me, as the line that you actually wrote down here, most <laughs> people can't handle the truth. Uh, and also, hazing doesn't work in, uh, respect to Santiago, you know. Calling that code red didn't really help anybody, and these people got discharged, yeah. so. Did
2: he really make this country, you really, you weakened a country. <sighs>
1: In the terms of getting like a colonel fucking arrested, I don't know. It seemed like if Jessup was the one who was calling the shots, I don't know if I want him in my national security uh, council. You know, (laughs) but uh, yeah, we've just been sort of dicking around this uh, courthouse, and I actually hear, uh, I hear the, I think that the crowd who are watching this fucking game that this superstar uh, superstar lawyer is playing. Hey, hey, buddy, are you uh, are you
7: Seamus Goodboy? Yeah, that's me. I'm a Seamus Goodboy. I'm, a, you know, one of the best lawyers in town. What's, uh, what can I do for you, boys? I understand you are looking for some legal representation.
1: Yeah, we we definitely need some help. Our friend, uh, who we actually haven't been able to talk to just yet. Friend? Uh, well, yeah. Sorry, I, I'm I'm kind of like <laughs> a little too familiar with him, I guess, in terms of how I address him. <laughs> uh, but. I guess he's technically our friend. You know, it's not a good. It's he's an acquaintance know. or a peer yeah. Yeah. or you know something like that. Borderline a coworker in the sense that we only bring it on for the pod. Uh, but yeah, Mister uh, Good Boy, we we seriously need some help. This guy has uh, a lot of shit over his head, and he might take us down. We're threatening. Um, <laughs> we feel threatened enough to maybe try to take him down with perjury. I don't know. He's got some like real secrets over our head.
7: Eh, I think I can help you guys out, but it'll cost you uh i also have this football game and uh you know when when is this trial supposed to be
1: well i don't know it's supposed to be any minute now we, we, we're supposed to go in there and give a testimony
7: Eh, i don't know boys this uh might be not part of my schedule today i'll be honest this is uh kind of last minute i got other stuff to do i don't know <laughs> you gonna make it worth my while well
2: we what are we supposed to fucking? you know you said you got a football game did you want to play what, what kind?
7: that's right I'm uh I'm, you know we
2: we do have a a, a close uh, friend that um, is somewhat famous and uh, you know could probably we could get him to play in what is it, a charity event
7: uh it's me and my uh, fellow lawyers we play uh, flag football every single game before a, a big court case and uh you know have
2: you ever heard of Patrick vanilla Taint Ernskine?
7: You know, I've read something on the waiver wire on, uh, you know, XFL.com about this, this fucking addict who got a job after uh, Tib Whiplash brought him on, but, you know, I'm only following local sports. I don't really care about Vegas Viper shit.
1: <laughs> well, you're going to have to learn to give a shit because this guy is uh, the real deal. And you know what, uh, Seamus Goodboy, I got to be frank, we don't really have the money to, like, offer you a big paycheck. You're not getting the Johnny Cochran of it all and uh, coming away with a bag, but... I will bet. I don't even know. There's a switch that we could give you from the last time that we were all here. We could just give you that uh, switch. Yeah, if we, uh, if Patrick could fucking win, you have to represent our sort of friend, Are you uh, a gamer? sort of enemy.
7: <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of a gamer. I play, uh, I play, uh, you know that Phoenix Lawyer game. That's the type of shit that I, I usually like to the, to wind down on at the end of the day. Perfect. Great. You have uh you know a reason to actually
1: get involved because like I said, uh Patrick is probably our best chance of getting a good lawyer, and if he wins, you gotta fucking help our friend Gus. If this guy friend doesn't start
2: word. switches uh, switch his payment, I don't think he's a good lawyer.
7: <laughs> I don't know. There's uh there's some really valuable uh chips in there nowadays that I can sell. You know, there's a shortage. You know, the Chinese, the, the the Somalians, everyone's looking for this shit. What are
1: you, a fucking black market chip dealer? You seem as shady as anybody, <laughs> dude. I don't really know what your deal is. But, Dad, uh, now that I guess the stakes have been set and the fact that they seem pretty low, considering what's actually being wagered, um, let's just maybe kick it over to our, uh, our favorite commentator, favorite co-host, Joe and the rest of the boys, uh, to get this fucking weird game started. Because, like I said... Things need to pop off for things to actually get going. It's
2: sort of amazing that Joe would even like you know give his services to something like this. I mean, we're talking flag football here.
1: I think he just follows Patrick around for whatever reason. I'm pretty sure we're here for like Tim Whiplash purposes. You know, this is part of his like uh, his Karate Kid. You know, wax on, wax off training. He has to prove himself that he's a good football (laughs) player in the flag thing. Paint the fence exactly. This is this is Patrick's uh, earning it. Throw the out. Yeah. <laughs> this is fucking Patrick's Karate Kid phase, and we have to sort of see if he can make it. Do the of. post! All right, Dad, let's uh, send this over to Joe. Sound good to you? Yep. All righty, Joe. Hit it with, with those, those horns.
3: horns!
5: Welcome inside the intramural broadcast with everybody. I'm Joe
1: Cook. Coming to you live with my partner in commentary, A.I. Michaels!
10: Thanks, Joe. It's great to be here as always. I'm excited to see if her stance play on offense can assist Gus Muskie, a bartender and intergalactic serial killer, (laughs) in securing a proper legal defense.
1: That's right, uh, AI. That's where we're here at the uh, community rec field in the local downtown area where former Poopable and Cosmo champion Patrick Vanella is looking to impress his uh, new rookie head coach in a bid to win Muskie a lawyer, but he'll have to beat out the public defenders and their defendant captain of the courthouse, Seamus. Got off a war criminal? Good boy. Back to you, Drew. Wow, I didn't know he got off a war criminal. <laughs> this guy might be shady, but it seems like he knows what the fuck to <laughs> do in terms of, like, you know, exonerating bad guys. Wow. War so, criminal, damn. Yeah, the public defenders are, are really the only thing that's in between. Uh, and he's cheap. Pretty much. It seems like he's just willing to like get the the accolades of being able to get somebody off like that. And with all con- things considered, Muskie is sort of a big get. You know, he's sort of not only uh, maybe uh, an international criminal in this respect of like espionage, but intergalactic with some of the shit that he's pulled off. <laughs> Whether they know about it, I really don't know the case files. Like I said, we haven't really got to talk to the lawyers before. But Dad... The only thing we can really do is hope that Petrick is uh, on his game, which... Now that I see him, he looks a little unbalanced. Uh, do you have any idea if fucking Petrick has been drinking? Um, was he out last night? <laughs> Isn't he out every night? Oh, my God. I guess you are right. But I guess the, the word coming out of the uh, the Vipers you know, training camp was that he has to look great. You know, The arm does seem a little on the, the fritz. He... Maybe he is drinking a little too much. I don't know. There's like there's some weird weird rumors about uh, Erskine at this point. <laughs> Hopefully he doesn't pull a Jack Jones and tries to bring two loaded guns into a plane. You know <laughs> that's that's maybe outside of the purview for uh, Patrick. I don't think he's a violent criminal. But let's hope he can get violent on the yeah, football I, field.
2: I don't think he's has you know. I mean the only person that likes to you know fool with guns is musky so
1: that's true that's true and thankfully we haven't been on uh, any planes at this point so he can't add another charge to his name Uh, but dad let's just jump right into this game and see if uh, Erskine is actually loaded or he's uh, ready to lock and load so question number one what baseball team is uh, Caffey's hat when he is uh, first introduced so when we first see Daniel Caffey what team is on the hat that he's wearing is it a the Florida Mariners Uh, B, the Boston Red Sox, C, the New York Yankees, or the Chicago White Sox for D? Uh, It is the Red Sox. He's got the the Boston Red Sox hat on. Boston Red Sox. Joe, uh, what's uh, Patrick doing out there? Drew, with a bartender's life on the line and only a cursory familiarity with who Gus Muskie is, Patrick is essentially playing for good publicity uh, of exonerating a murderer under the guise of getting a new contract. Well, this feels like a career low point. Let's see if Erskine can hit a new high on the field. Erskine nice the ball. Play action. He spills it right with the collapsing line. He spares it went field. And it's caught. JoJo, defendant, Weinstein Smithers, picking the cherry pass out of the air for a
5: big Fiper's first down.
1: AI, being that uh, Erskine sort of looks hammered out there, uh, even though he was able to deliver the pass, how do you explain this
5: uh, new self-destructive behavior from our favorite quarterback?
10: Joe, I'm starting to wonder if Patrick's fear of turning 40 or at least strolling over the pro reveal, huh? Has finally entered Van Oetane's mind is not only a possibility, but a reality of professional sports. But at least he isn't addicted to cocaine. <laughs> isn't that right, Joe?
1: Uh, uh, AI, uh, You uh, really don't have to bring that up. Uh, I know that uh, cocaine is sort of uh, an enhancement for some people, uh, especially as for me. You know, Sigmund Freud, he came up with the whole edible thing of uh, cocaine. So, watch your fucking mouth. Don't talk about my shit live. <laughs> Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe I wouldn't strike that chord with Joe. He's he's probably feeling that boogie night uh, after him and Patrick inevitably went out and did some crazy shit last night. Or continued into the morning. I don't know.
2: Well, let's be honest. This is a flag football game, so...
1: Well, I've been hearing that uh, this uh, Tim Whiplash was able to keep up with the festivities the last time they went out. And that he might have even been going harder than Petrick. So, uh, the fact that his head coach might be also... Um, Adding to some of the complications here, I don't know. that that That's a risky road for our boy Patrick. Yeah. If the dude who's uh, egging him on is also the one calling the plays, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but let's see if we can get this one in the end zone because we got a chance. So question number two, what is Caffey's date of birth? Is it A, August 10th, 1968, B, July 3rd, 1970, uh, C, June 6th, 1964, or D, April 11th, 1961?
2: Um... I'm going to say C, June 6,
1: 1964. Uh, June 6, 1964. Joe, how's uh, Patrick doing? Drew, first guy of the rest of this offense is lining up wide, and their baby mama paid my bail for mission. Orsken it? 5 a drop of the halfback. There was a block. Vanilla rolls with the pressure, and he's getting a lot of a rainbow.
5: And it's a beauty. Nathaniel can't handle this Dick Jasper. Breaking away from the deep coverage mm-hmm. for a huge Vipers touchdown. Wow. Incredible. It doesn't seem like alcohol could stop this man. And they're already celebrating for the uh, early lead in this game.
2: <laughs> Patrick, he, uh, this might be a secret for him. I mean, uh, either that or he got his arm tweaked.
1: Yeah, he's always sort of, like, better off of the little substance in him. I mean, some people are. Like you said, Sigmund Freud. Or I guess that was Joe. But, you know, some people thrive on that type of shit. Uh, hello. Uh, is this a bad time? Oh, uh, oh my God.
10: Zunk. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> Zunk, my sweet boy. Is that really you?
1: Zunk, I, I can't believe it. Uh, how did you find us? Where did you come from?
11: Uh, guys... I was uh, recently discovered by your uh, your friend, Drew and David, and uh, a couple other of the uh, ragamuffins they hang out with. But uh, I was working at a diner. Uh, I was getting molested. <laughs> a lot of crazy shit happened. I thought I was a girl. They gave me a fake pussy, a skirt, some hair. I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm looking for, uh, I guess, my former identity. And I was told that you fellas knew me, and that we had some crazy times.
10: This is truly a miracle. I really can't believe you survived being shot through that black hole. I feel kind of bad now that we didn't try to save you. Can you ever forgive me, Zunk? Uh, AI, hey, I think that's your name right.
11: I have uh, a strange amount of love in my heart for you. You're uh, an adorable little robot man who, uh, as I look at you more, the memories of our times together are getting more clear, and I, uh, I could never stay mad at you. <laughs> uh, Joe, I hope I'm not stepping on any toes, but, uh, I hope I can stick around in the booth tonight. I'm, uh, I'm feeling a little nostalgic.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm not gonna kick you out. I can't believe you're fucking alive. It's not like you're getting paid, so it doesn't really matter. I'm, you know, under contract, so yeah. Come on, we'll hang out. Maybe you can have a little of this nose candy. Uh, Joe, uh, don't give that to Zunk. Like he said, he's still sort of recovering from uh a lot of trauma, and uh, the black hole was maybe the least of it in that respect. <laughs> But Dad, let's uh, let's keep this fucking going now that the uh, the boys are back together, and uh, let's see if we can rally for another touchdown here. So, question number three, in the story of Joe's third case, after rounding up 31 people at the bar, how much was the prosecution offering for her client's drunk and disorderly charge? Was it A, 12 days? B, 14 days? C, 15 days? Or D, 17 days? I believe it was C, <clears throat> 15 days. C, 15 days, Joe. Uh, what are we going to do before halftime? Drew, after brewing himself a cup of coffee on the sideline to sober up, Patrick is coming to the line in the Judge Judy all-nighter package. Or is exit. Fake pitching he rolls left. Patrick is backpedaling to get an angle on the demon, and that's where he's going to go. And it's a perfect deep shot. Jackson, ambulance shot, chaser, Shagrin, holding
5: the catch close to the chest for an incredible Vibers touchdown. Wowie!
1: Patrick's just
5: slinging it. An incredible showing for Patrick, uh, somebody who's able to
1: overcome any substance and absolutely rip it through no matter what. This is a great day for our boy. Yeah, I would agree. I'm. Uh, he looks really drunk. It's not even like he's like a little drunk. He's like very drunk. So maybe it's something we have to actually uh, ask him a few questions about. So uh, let's just send this right back down to you, Joe, because we have some uh, things to to probe from our favorite quarterback. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh Patrick. What's going on, buddy? Uh, I I don't really remember us going out that hard. You seem to be uh, maybe drinking to uh, quell the nerves. What's going on? Uh, Yeah, I've just been drinking a little bit. But, you know,
2: it's just. I'm having a hard time in this universe. I don't know why I have to try out for shit, you know. But, you know, hey, just give me the fucking ball, man. I'll fucking sling it anytime, anywhere. I don't care where I'm playing. I'm a star.
1: Patrick, uh, is it true that I uh, saw you last night get rejected for maybe the first time ever? Is that anything to do with uh, you uh, maybe getting a little too drunk? What did you say? Erected? No, uh, you. D- I think maybe that was the way uh, you were uh, rejected is because you couldn't get a erection, uh, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I whiskey dick. <laughs> Well, uh, are you using alcohol to lubricate your uh, robotic arm? Because, quite frankly, it seems really on top of its game today.
2: actually, I went into this place and they sort of, I don't know, did something to it. I mean, I don't even know if I'm, I I don't even remember using it. I think it's like working
1: through AI. (laughs) Wow, you uh, put ChatGPT on your arm. That's pretty crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Is it uh also true that your uh new head coach, Tim Whiplash,
5: is uh maybe sort of a bad influence on
1: you.
2: Yeah, I like Tim. Me and him are buds now, man. We hit the strip. <laughs> you know. Vegas is crazy. That that's half the problem. I mean, I I mean I don't know if I you know it's good for me. Well, actually it's really good for me, but it might be too good.
1: Would you say he's uh sort of an enabler and somebody who um maybe uh goads you into doing drugs and alcohol when you shouldn't?
2: No, I have no problem what he's doing. He's not enabling anything.
1: Hey, hey, Patrick, come here. Hey, listen, boy, you've been doing such an excellent job. Uh, This is exactly the type of training I was hoping for. You know, we're building that team bond. We're uh, getting everybody drinking the wine Gatorade and feeling good. Uh, you know what? You look like you need a little bump. Why don't you go back to your locker and uh, you know? I-, I left you a little something surprise. What? Actually, before you go, I got something to wash it down as well. This is uh, a special flask I made of uh, Whiplash's secret stuff. Why don't you take a big old Rooney? Okay. Oh, Patrick, that's uh, I, I- that looks like just a uh, a clear bottle of maybe moonshine. I'm not really quite sure. It wow. smells like moonshine, apple pie, moonshine, maybe. But well, whatever. It's damn good shit. <laughs>
2: Here we go. Down a hatch. Here
1: we go. Chug, 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 chug. Come on. Chug, chug, chug. <laughs> oh, my God. You, you, you're puking in your mouth a little bit there, Patrick. That's some good uh, shit. Don't waste it.
5: Wow. I, I, oh, Patrick. I can't see. Oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> That was
1: uh, really, really irresponsible. Patrick, I, I want you to hold your uh, face real, you know, real. Somebody get me the bucket. Patrick, hold your head still. What? Can you see? Hey. Man, that's some fire water. Wow. That's my my mama's special secret recipe. I call that like I said, Whiplash's secret stuff. Anytime you need that on the sideline, brother, that's going to be waiting for you. Woo-hoo! Just with another uh, deep ball Let's play go, call. Let's
5: go, man. Let's get on the field. I'm ready to freaking throw some rockets.
1: Oh, uh, that sounds uh like pretty much a good idea. I guess we should ask our uh, fellow commentators if they have uh, anything left to say about our um, increasingly uh, crazy quarterback AI. Was there uh, anything you want to comment on, Patrick? Well, Joe,
10: I'm unsure if Erskine winning this flag football game will have any effect on the bartender's trial due to the severity of his crimes. But Muskie should feel good about his chances with Patrick on his side, regardless of how drunk Ben attained is at the moment.
5: <laughs> that sounds about right. Uh, he's uh, definitely in good hands, even though he might not deserve it.
1: All right, back to you, Drew. Yeah, that was uh, quite the uh, sideline interview, and I'm kind of shocked that uh, he took down at least half of that moonshine bottle, and that was a big bottle, you know. He's it truly looks a like tank. like
2: there's something other than just moonshine in there because he's now, like, all hopped up.
1: There was, like, some joint butts floating around. Oh, I saw, man. like, a it's syringe. Some, yeah, some crazy-ass cocktail, man. I mean, I don't even know. It's weird that Tim Whiplash is, like, such a positive and, like, team-friendly guy, but he's... Kind of like we said, an enabler who only wants to get Patrick Moore fucked up. It's not a good luck for, I guess, team building. No, it's good for maybe team destruction. Especially for the quarterback. Yeah, actually. for the guy who needs to be the most lucid on the field. Yeah, But, you know, he's at least playing well. He's scoring touchdowns. And uh, let's see if we can keep that up. So, Dad, question number four. What is Caffey drinking when he, Joe, and Weinberg convene for the case? Is it A, yoo B, Pepsi, C, Coffee, or D, Sprite? I know this one. Yeah. <laughs> Yoo-hoo. Uh, Joe, how's our favorite quarterback doing off that Yoo-hoo? Drew, after a uh, huge gulp of whiplash and secret stuff, Patrick is looking hydrated and ready to take his uh, Yoo-hoo first formation. Patrick drops back. Number no play action. He rolls right in Erskine, squares up his shoulders for another one. He's got some torque behind it, and it's a rocket
5: right into the hands of the receiver. Kenny, code ready by Autistic Sun Quest, hauling this one away the fingertips for a huge Vibers first down. Zunk. Now that you're, uh, back in the booth, do you, uh, I guess, consider the possibility of this being some sort of commentary threesome? <laughs> uh, Joe, that would be such a pleasure. Uh,
11: I feel like I don't really have a job, or a home. I was working for, uh, you know, the man of the hour, Gus Muskie, at his bar. Might have tried to touch me in the same way that the manager did. Ah, uh, I, it was late, he was giving
5: me beer shots,
11: I don't know, this guy's kinda
5: wild. Oh, wow, he was giving you beer shots. Zunk, you need to stop getting,
2: um, you know, taking advantage of.
11: Uh, I can't help it. It seems like uh, people just like my shit, and uh, they see me as some sort of, like, impressionable little doe. Uh, you know, I feel like a deer that people are trying to hunt. I'm prey. <laughs>
5: yeah, you sort of All feel right, like prey. All right, Bambi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, AI, I guess, Is the, do you have any say on this uh, possible threesome with uh, you, me, and Zunk? To be real with you, Joe, being that sunk. And I have double teamed a handful of sexy
10: space ladies in the past. I think Whoa. I speak for both of us when I say that we perform better as a trio.
2: What the hell? I don't think that's what, you know, we were getting at when we were talking about... A you know. threesome, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, yeah, I, you're a little kicky,
11: huh? Uh, that memory is, uh, hitting me a little hard, and it's, uh, getting me a little hard as well. I think I'm going to sit down and let the blood flow back to my head uh. and, uh... You guys can continue with this broadcast.
1: Yeah, Zunk. Why don't you let that one sort of roll over you? That uh, you and maybe AI Eiffel Towered a few alien fucking space ladies, but <laughs> yeah, you were doing a uh, you were doing a fucking human centipede at that point, and it was all no. <laughs> the true perfect threesome. This is bad,
2: Joe. Joe's not gonna take part of that. Uh, I don't know. I'm sort of uh,
11: confused about what I like at this point. I'm, you know, like I said, I'm a little lightheaded. Yeah, like I
1: said. No, you- I'm not talking about you, Zuck. I'm talking about Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joe. I mean, I think Joe is also sort of like willing to take some weird chances, being that he's been the cuck for too long. You know, uh, Patrick has kept him as a second class pussy getting citizen in that respect. I'm
2: starting to have, you know, bad feelings about this this whole. You know,
1: Earth number <laughs> 1640. Is that what we're on? We're not on <laughs> Earth 6969? Yeah. yeah. Maybe. We're on Earth 42069 yeah. if, if the Musk Mothership is given the the right correction there. Or the right data there. But, Dad, let's uh, round out this game because we're already taking a commanding lead. And, and this uh, lawyer looks like he's putting his suit back on to pretty much get back in the courtroom because he knows he's not getting that switch. Nope. We have a chance to really put it on regardless of our drunkness. So, uh, question number five, after the conclusion of the prosecutor's last witness, when is the next meeting for the court uh, for Markinson's testimony? Is it A, Tuesday at 9, B, Wednesday at 11, uh, C, Thursday at 10, or D, Friday at 12? Uh, I'm just going to go with C. C? No idea. Joe, is uh, Patrick looking any more sober out there? Drew. Drew. We've reached the fourth quarter of this legally binding football game, and Patrick is looking to wave the victory flag with his love letter to the Colonel package.
5: <laughs> Erskine has it.
1: at the line, hold steady. He has a quarterback on the ground with a twisted and ankle and a receiver open downfield. Erskine arcs and it's perfect and right to the hands. Wow. William, fade him all fucking Santo Domingo. Snagging the long ball and taking it on the way for a touchdown. Zunk, do you feel like your, uh, <laughs> I guess your
5: jettison through the black hole has uh, really changed you? I mean, as much as this uh, alcohol is changing Erskine's game for the better, uh, like I was saying, uh, things have sort of gotten uh, a
11: little, little hazy in my mind. I think maybe I've learned that I need to defend myself if uh, anybody has like a taser or uh, some sort of, uh, you know, lesson for jujitsu. I would love to hear it. Uh, I would even take a knife. I feel like I'm uh, unsafe on the streets, especially in Vegas. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Zunk, that's maybe the one place you should sort of worry about uh, continued sexual harassment. So we'll just maybe leave it at that in that respect. We'll get you a weapon, you know. If you're going to be working uh, double time at the bar and as a commentator, maybe you can work the door. Or something like that as a tough guy. Get your masculinity back. (laughs) But, Dad, last question. This fucking flag football game is just, like, more than over. Uh, But it's uh, question number six. What do you... uh, what year did Lionel Caffey, uh, Daniel Caffey's dad, die? Was it A 1979, B 1980, C 1990, or D 1985? I believe it was D, 1985. D 1985, Joe. How is this game gonna end? Drew, we're in the final minute of this flag football game for Muskie's legal life, and our sky into this Viper's offense are lining up in their think better with a bat formation. <laughs> Patrick takes a snap. Another play action. The rush is breaking through. Vanilla takes, scrambles out of the park, and Erskine's going to throw in the run. And it's a cold right, right into the hands of the receiver. Sumner, sister, slip with Kevin Bacon-Wisen, making the one-handed catch with the defense. And another Vibers touchdown. Fellas, this was a uh, truly incredible performance by our uh, our lovable and drunken quarterback. Is there uh, any final uh, comments or just any observations for uh, what is otherwise a promising next step for our, our favorite boy?
10: Sure. It's been a tough day for Patrick fans when you account for his intoxicated on-field antics. But it's hard to root against her, Skyline when you've seen the peaks that he's reached. Let's just hope his addictions don't derail what is otherwise a great opportunity to play in the multiverse. Uh, guys,
11: I think, uh, I can't really remember what this, uh, Patrick guy's all about. I think I vaguely remember he, uh, killed my whole planet, uh, by, uh, winning a football game. I-, I think it's all coming back to me, but... I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy to see some good football. Uh, let's keep the good times rolling.
1: Uh, I completely agree. Uh, Patrick, uh, now that you've uh, proven yourself once again and you've uh, really risen to the occasion, no matter how much alcohol you consume, uh, do you feel like you finally earned your place on this Vipers
5: team as their quarterback?
1: Absolutely. And let me tell you,
2: I found the secret. Yeah? I have a secret. It's the AI Arm 9000. Oh. I don't even have to think. It just knows how to throw touchdown passes.
1: How did you get this update? That's why I can get as drunk as I want on the field
2: and we'll still win.
1: Hey, wait a second. Guys, isn't that the fucking cop that uh, arrested Muskie? Oh, he's got Muskie too. Hey, guys. We uh, Muskie, we found you a new lawyer.
5: (laughs) Uh, Excuse me, sir. You can't talk to this criminal. He's sort of being uh, brought into the courtroom as we speak. And uh, just stay back. I don't feel very safe. I see this drunken man. Uh, sir, you uh, you also look a little uh, intoxicated. Are you going to be driving after this?
2: Shut up. I'm not intoxicated.
5: Excuse me, sir. Just, I don't need to, just get out of my face. Are you one of those uh, cop-hating football players? <sighs> the only thing I like is strippers. <laughs> Well, I hope they're uh, legal, because you're uh, actually not allowed what? to, uh, you know, uh, strip, club- strip clubs are illegal around here, sir. Are you saying that you've been to Bull a strip club? Oh, shit, they are. They're all over the freaking place. What? Obviously,
2: you don't work in Vice.
5: <laughs> oh, sir, sir, put your dick away. Oh, you can't slap me, and you're <laughs> yeah, peeing on me. I can't. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. Hey, sir, get your da- get, get down on the ground right now. No. Sir, I will uh, absolutely discharge my rifle into you. You've uh, pissed on me and slapped me twice. You need to get on the ground right now. Hey, wait a second. You can't fucking uh, arrest uh, arrest Patrick Erskine. You're not
2: even a real cop. I can tell the way you're holding that gun, jackass.
5: <laughs> Sir, you're coming with me. No, I'm not. Hey. Hey. Oh, my God. Patrick. No. Patrick. Just stop Stop resisting. <laughs> no, Patrick. Stop resisting. He's hitting you with the taser. Hey. <laughs> Oh, uh, Sir, you're uh, absolutely just making a fool of yourself. You need to uh, stand on your feet right now. We're going back inside of booking your ass. Oh, I think I'm going shit myself.
1: This is a fucking shit show. This is... <laughs> at, well, you know, like you said, you shit your pants. But, oh my God. Musky, uh, why didn't you... Uh, I don't even know what to say to you, dude. I can't believe Patrick just got, like, skirted off and you're sort of left here to talk to us. Yeah, well, you know, I've... Patrick, just fucking stop moving around. He's just gonna carry you. You know, he's he'll get you in there. Police brutality. Patrick, I'm coming. Put a chokehold on me. AI, uh, Zonk, let's go fucking uh, you know, report on this. We have to keep you know keep Patrick close. Yeah, you guys go make sure that uh, I guess he doesn't like butt touch fucking Patrick or anything like that. Musky, uh, I know we're just sort of like left out here. We're not going to help you escape. We're going to take you in there. I don't know what it is, but listen. <laughs> the cop left Musky.
5: <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you mean you're not going
1: to fuck? You. I should run right now. You're not going to run right now, dude. That would just make us further an accessory. And we just got this uh, We just got this new lawyer for you.
2: Plus, you're in total shackles. You, you're, you can't run. You can't do anything at this point.
7: And nice to meet you there, buddy. My name is uh, Seamus. Good boy. I'm going to be your lawyer. I understand that you've uh, maybe committed a couple crimes and a little hard to get off your racket.
1: What the fuck is... Th-
7: yeah, you look like
1: the, the slimiest fucking lawyer I've ever seen. Uh, I, I don't know how you're going to help me that say I was, uh you know, drunk driving, they said I uh, threw a turtle out the window, and they said <laughs> I killed a couple people, which, like, obviously <laughs> was fucking true. But... <laughs>
7: hey... Hey Muskie, you are uh, maybe you should put a doll in my pocket, get that uh you know lawyer privilege, so you don't say anything that I can't fucking hold against you.
2: Uh, Muskie, are you gonna plead freaking guilty or what? I oh, mean, fuck you no, fuck ju- no,
7: I'm not gonna plead fucking
2: well, guilty. Well, you just admitted to, that you actually shot people. Well,
7: you guys know
1: that. I'm not. I mean, we're amongst friends at this point. You know, there's no. I fucking hope can- they don't
2: call me the stand, Muskie.
1: The only microphones they have around here are the ones that you guys are doing a podcast for, and I'm pretty sure the judges already give you uh podcasted privileges, you know, to not have to fucking come on the stand. Yes, he did. Yeah, that was uh, kind of the special uh, legal move that we pulled just from, like, a loophole. Because anybody who's, like, actively recording a podcast uh, can't be called onto the stand. So, you probably saved yourself and uh, on that one alone by just looking that up in your law book since you're fucking um, representing yourself at the moment. Yeah, which I could do by my fucking self. I don't need this, uh, you know, the shameless good boy guy, whatever the fuck his name is. I got this, guys. You know, I've, I've gotten out of bit of, you know, worse situations, uh... I hate to say it, but I even fucking snuck that gun off the uh, police officer when he uh, was <laughs> when he was wrestling with Patrick. Isn't that crazy,
2: Muskie? You don't understand. You're you're dude. You're going to jail.
1: I, or, I you mean, cannot. Prison. You cannot fucking bring a gun into the courtroom by any means. Why not? I have to fucking you know make sure they don't put me in jail, right? I gotta shoot out of there, Muskie. This is. <laughs> this has gone too far. You know. I'm going to obviously allow the, you know, Seamus good boy to do. Flipper, you're right. You're right that Muskie should maybe just kill himself, and it would be better for everybody else. (laughs) Wow, Flipper. Wow, that was really fucked up. Obviously, hey, Flipper. Stop laughing. Yeah, that wasn't a fucking joke. Uh, Suicide, suicide's not funny, motherfucker. This is so fucking dark. Listen, guys, I'm not going to... I think
2: he's afraid he's going to get exposed as, as being that the Russian asset. But... Well, you
1: guys fucking should be scared because, quite frankly, I have a lot of dirt on your ass. You know, we have all the podcast tapes. Uh, they just have to check, the, the essentially, the iTunes page, and you guys have admitted to a bunch of shit. Uh, <laughs> you know, I don't really know what you're trying to hide at this point. We're all going to jail together. <laughs> no, we're not going to jail. We didn't fire any any
2: firearms. You did.
1: Yeah, we didn't kill a sea lion, we didn't kill multiple podcasters, uh, or aliens, or Santa Claus, for Christ's sake. I mean, we haven't even really uh, put a finger on that one. I don't know what that's like, sent a ripple through the universe or anything like that, but holy fuck. No one fucking cares about Santa. I mean, he was a, he's a war criminal, if we remember correctly. I
2: would think there's a lot of children that do.
1: That guy was like the Fidel Castro of the moon. He was a fucking dictator. <laughs> I don't, you know what, Muskie? Yeah, I don't
2: understand what the hell he's doing up on the moon, but
1: whatever. But- uh,
5: excuse me, uh, guys, you need to uh, step away from the criminal. I uh, sort of forgot him, and I'm sorry to uh, you know leave you guys hanging here. But uh, let's uh, let's go there, Muskie. We're uh, going to the uh, the courtroom as we speak.
1: All right, guys, don't fucking mention the gun. Um, you know, be cool. Uh, quite frankly, if you guys try to rat me out, I will just fucking shoot you right there. What? That's not a way for us to get a, a good testimony out of us by threatening us with murder. That's like. Is that obstruction? Or uh, threatening a witness? <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: Whatever. Hey, uh, fucking be a little, you know, softer with me there, policeman. You're fucking grabbing me
5: real hard. I don't really care. You're sort of a criminal. And I'm uh, taking you in there.
1: All right, guys. I'll fucking see you in there. <laughs>
5: All right. Well, I, I guess we'll uh, I'll just file
1: in. Um, Rory uh flipper trump robo trump are you guys like ready to go i'm ready to do this my uh lips are sealed but quite frankly i might tell the truth i don't know yet i'm I'm gonna get a little sweaty in there it might get weird i might say some things i regret
2: yeah you're you're famous for telling the truth
1: well as i already said
4: i'll probably tell the truth but also i like Musky. He he gave me a home I like his kid. I really do. Even though he's a fucking crybaby. Flipper, I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah, I guess that's fair. If you, I mean, if they. <laughs> you don't have to bring that up. You don't have to say that he was in the blowhole.
1: No one has to talk about the sexual uh, stuff anymore.
2: They they just do not need to put Flipper on the stand.
1: Yeah, I, I think we're probably. <laughs> Actually,
2: I don't think anyone else understands him. We have special uh, Flipper, you know.
1: Yeah, we just get them, which is really sort of the thing. Like, we just sort of know... We have translator. We have dolphin translators. Exactly, exactly. I mean, I know a little dolphin off the top of my head, too, but, yeah. you know... I, off the top of your head? Yeah, well, I mean, I learned it when I was in high school. I took a semester or a fucking... Yeah,
2: I, I, I use that Babel, and uh, <laughs> they do have the, the dolphin.
1: Yeah, when the Tower of Babel <laughs> fell, uh, it was, like, Spanish, <laughs> fucking English, and dolphin were, like, some of the major ones. Uh... But we're talking about the iPhone app. I know, of course. <laughs> <The tower laughs> we <weren't> th- <laughs> yeah, we weren't there for that, uh, unfortunately. Wait, Flipper, were you there? What? Oh shit, Flipper, you were not an eternal being. You were not part of the Bible. I don't think they mentioned dolphins. They mentioned whales. Maybe Mr. Narwhal has some claim to that. We don't
2: know what the true what the true timeline is here.
1: That's true. Uh, we, this could be the timeline that it's only two thousand years old, and maybe there <laughs> is. <laughs> maybe it was built in seven days. Who fucking knows? <laughs>
5: Oh my fucking god. What is that floating into the room? Uh, excuse me, everybody. Uh, please rise for the uh Quantum Judge. He's uh your honor is here and he's floating and he's ready to uh proceed over this court.
2: What the hell? Is that some kind of quantum computer?
1: It looks like Mr. Manhattan, but he has like this fucking open skull with a, an AI brain. Oh my god. What is the, the Quantum, quantum Judge? judge. <laughs> And I am here,
3: here to, to speak on matters of intergalactic, intergalactic crime. Gus Musky. Gus Applebottom Musky, Musky from, from your file here. here.
1: Hey, that's uh, that's my fucking middle name. You don't have to raid that shit out. Oh, wow. Musky <laughs> Applebottom. Applebottom.
2: <laughs> uh, your dad's a piece Silence. of Silence. Oh. Do, Do not interrupt, interrupt
3: the, the quantum, quantum judge. judge. For these court proceedings, I will call up each witness to speak on on the crimes of this intergalactic intergalactic criminal, Gus (laughs)
2: Applebottom-Musky. Applebottom. Now, Now, prosecution. Who do do you have have as your first witness?
1: The schoolmaster. No. (laughs) Hey, shut the fuck (laughs) up, David. Unless you're speaking for me, I don't want to hear it. (laughs) <laughs>
3: Show your podcasters, you You're don't have, have to speak,
1: speak here. That's right. We have podcasting so- privileges. Sorry, Sorry Quantum, Quantum Judge. <laughs> Sorry, QJ.
5: My bad, my bad. <laughs> QJ. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I as your uh, uh the prosecution lawyer My name is Chef uh, ramey and I will be uh holding all of these uh these next few interviews for people who will prove that Gus Musky is a true criminal of uh mastermind proportions
1: mastermind proportions what the fuck you think i'm
0: dr evil i'm just <laughs> a guy i'm a bartender the first person i'm calling to the stand is musky's bunk mate from the military lincoln
2: dupree
1: <laughs> whoa wait wh-
2: musky's bunk mate
1: yeah what the fuck i mean from the other universe oh they're rolling in a teleporter
2: <laughs> wow we are not in kansas anymore Teleported Teleported now. <laughs>
9: Why? Why, wait, that was crazy. I, I can't believe you just shot me out of a hole right there. Lincoln like Dupree, you, you are, are the, the only, only person who got close, close to Muskegee when he was, was actually, actually in the military. Is it true, true? And that he is a monster, monster a, a proportion, proportion unseen, in a dwarf? Well, I, I don't know about a monster. I think he was a pretty nice guy. Well, aside from the fact that he would talk crazy in his sleep. He would say stuff about, uh, murdering, and, uh, fucking trees, and, uh, you know, maybe something about being the Antichrist. Why? Well, when we saved his head on day one, I should mention this. He had a, a triple six on his forehead. Well, maybe the back of his head, I can't remember. His hairline uh, was a little further out the floor. But, yeah, he's, uh, he's a die. He just disappeared. Heard he killed some guy in his own country for not speaking the language. <laughs> And, uh, we never heard from him since he was, uh, dishonorably discharged. That's
2: spot on, Musky.
9: (laughs) Hey, what the fuck? Lincoln, I haven't seen you forever. I mean, we used to be best buddies. We were going to have a fucking gumbo ship together, you know? We were going to hunt shrimp. (laughs) Oh, Musky, I'm sorry. I I haven't seen you in so long. And, you know, this quantum judge looks like the craziest shit I've ever seen. I mean, quite, you know, I'm just a Kansas boy. I I I came from out of nowhere, and you've never checked in? Uh, if I remember correctly, you sent a really lewd letter to my mama, and, uh, you know, you're kind of a douchebag with all things being true and honest.
1: Fuck you, Lincoln.
9: I, you know, you
1: used to fucking jerk off in the bottom bunk. You know, I used to, you know, put up with that shit every night, huh? You fucking would shake that shit. You would jerk it off all night, every night. That's why I didn't want to talk to you anymore. Muskie, you are held in contempt. Contempt. There's, There's no, no need, need to, uh, to uh, attack, attack the, the witness. witness. <laughs> Muskie, shut up. This is fucking bullshit! They're bringing in, like, people
0: in to smear me! Alright, Lincoln, that's enough. We have, uh, a good enough, uh, you know, baseline for who this Gus Muskie is. He's a murderer, and a bigot, and, uh, you know, he doesn't know how to be a good friend. Which is why we're calling on the, the next witness, Scruffy the Elf, from uh, another universe's North Pole base on the moon. Here's
1: Oi! <laughs> that really fucking hurt! I'm, uh, I'm missing a foot, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. It doesn't seem like they uh, actually have this teleport working so well that they don't, like, lose body parts. Boy, all right, I, they're I, good at making wooden legs here.
7: Guys, I'm, I'm bleeding out. I I, I I don't know if I can give a testimony if I'm losing blood like this.
1: Spoken Spoken the elf, you must speak, speak now or, or you'll be sent, sent to the interdimensional, interdimensional prison for which you came. Okay, whatever. Uh, yeah, he, he killed the big man. He killed Santa Claus. He came in, it was it was the day after Christmas, and he fucking shot him in the head. What? I mean, I didn't fucking, you know, he was uh, he was going to put you guys as slaves. All my friends could fucking testify. Is that true of friends of, friends of Gus, nuts, where, where you, you saved, saved by this, this uh, crazy, crazy man, man on Christmas, on Christmas and was Santa, Santa Claus
3: of that, of that universe, universe, truly, truly going, going to put, put you uh, into some, some sort of slave, slave labor.
2: Labor. It's
1: questionable,
2: but yes, it was true at the time
1: yeah i guess that's sort of true i mean i mean santa and that
2: that you know the moon multivore whatever the fuck we were i mean he, he's he's a badass dude i mean he wasn't good you know so he wasn't helping kids by my by way, weapons, that santa in that, santa that universe, universe was some, some sort, sort of fascistic, fascistic yeah. war yeah.
3: so i can't truly I hold it against, against you for fighting back, back. But, but it's still not, not cool, cool to kill, kill. One, One of the uh, supreme beings, beings in each universe, universe which, which is always Santa Claus. Which is why we will bring on the next testimony, testimony from, from somebody, somebody that I know you have close contact with
1: Elon Musk. Musk who, who sent a, a voice message, message from, from his universe. universe? Oh, come on. Fucking Elon! I have no. Th- I'm not fucking friends with that guy. I tried to fuck his AI and his, like, you know, I, I didn't like the, the robot that he had on the ship, but come on! Oh, yeah, they're 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 rolling down the fucking TV. It looks like this is a full on Elon special.
6: Hello, boys. Sorry I couldn't be there to testify about Muskie's bullshit. <laughs> I'm organizing a price fight between Robert Kennedy Jr. and 600-pound Providence Survivor in my backyard this weekend. Wish you guys could attend. I still have a fat blunt roll for you. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I was asked by the oh, Quantum to give my opinion on Muskie, and I gotta be honest, I can't like him. We were the same-sex drive, like, and it was like 3-6 Mafia. I love 3-6 Mafia for sure. I don't know if he killed those podcasters and Russ Parksley. and that's Elaine, but I definitely know if he killed Simon. After about that shit the day it happened. Crazy on Twitter, let yeah. me tell you. So, one of the things is that he probably did it. Killed him I mean. Yeah, seriously, though, come by the crook sometime. We can play Grand Theft Auto or something. Okay, I gotta go now, but let's talk soon. Love you guys so much. Bye-bye. Oh my
1: fucking God. All right, yeah, okay. That that didn't look great for me. The fact that, uh, you know, Elon, Elon has heard me say some shit. Uh, you know, I feel kind of put in a corner right now. Uh, we do have the same sex drive and I'll be honest, three, six mafia is pretty there. Pretty big up there for me. But, uh,
2: yeah, that was a bad one, guys. Well, I'll just tell you something right now. Elon Musk isn't fucking like, you know, banging trees or a freaking <laughs> real When dog. does that
1: become a crime? That has no fucking, you know, nobody's getting hurt when I fuck a tree. Musky, or even a robot.
2: That's not even a sex drive. That's just some kind of weird freaking, that's a psychological problem.
1: Yeah, well, uh, maybe I was fucking abused as a kid. You don't know my shit. <laughs> Have you ever asked me if I was abused? Uh, no, I haven't, but it probably explain a lot. Well, I wasn't, but, you know, I.
2: Why g- are we having this conversation? <laughs> <laughs> Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters, stop talking to the, the podcasters. <laughs> they, they can, can be your legal counsel. They're going to hold me in
7: contempt. Eh, uh, alright, boys. I think we got through the worst of it. I think we should uh, stop bringing on our, our own, uh, you know, defense witnesses. And then we're going to be able to, you know, maybe get our boy off. And if things all go bad, I can still have that switch, right? No. What the fuck? You offered him
2: my switch? If, Come on! You, if you can get Muskie off, then you get the switch. But if he goes to jail, we got bigger problems.
7: All right. Well, first one up. Let's send uh, Rory. Do you want to go? Uh, I, I guess. You want me to be the first one? Really? That's right. We need somebody to uh, really uh, set the tone. And you're the only one who's been around in the longest. Tie Flipper, and he'll come on afterwards. But you know, Rory, you're you're the best hope to get us a, a good testimony right away. Like I said, I don't know.
4: I, I don't really feel great about you know lying that he's a great guy. Yeah, boss, please, please come to the stand, stand. You've, you've been, been called. <laughs> oh, sorry, Quantum Judge.
2: Swear, I... swear him in.
4: Yeah. So I I guess I you know I swear to God or like whatever the fucking universe <laughs> entity is or whatever.
2: It's Xenu.
4: <laughs> I swear to Zenu, you know. <laughs> I swear on my heart on Zeno. Just don't fucking execute me if
7: I say something stupid. Eh, uh, alright. Little Mouse, you gotta tell me, right now, for everybody in the jury, uh, what's your favorite ma- memory of Muskie? How did you get acquainted? You know, tell us something that would show us that he's not such a bad guy.
4: Um, well, when we first met, he, uh, you know, we I kinda did this thing in the past where I used to, like, go in people's butts, But I don't do that anymore. But like, Muskie was super cool about it, and like, you know, let me let me do it for free a couple times, and then he, and then he started putting his baby on me, and uh, it it ruined my coat. And every time I fucking had to do it, I hated it, and I hate that kid, and I just I can't fucking stand it. Brock, shut the fuck up.
2: (laughs) Hey, Brock, come on, Brock, seriously, Uh, who brought Brock here, anyways?
3: Leave, leave, leave. You you need, need to stop crying. crying. Your, Your father,
4: father will uh, be punished, punished for, for such crimes, crimes of bad parenting. parenting.
2: Uh, Rory, pull his batteries,
4: please. I can't do that. Not in front of all these people. <laughs> Listen, uh, everybody, Gus Muskie, a lot of the time he was trying to protect us. He And, you know, they, there, there was these aliens, and they wanted to fucking kill us or enslave us or ruin football. And fucking Gus did something about
1: it, you know?
5: Yeah. That's right. Yeah, thank you, Rory. I'm fucking. I'm here for
1: the team. I'm a team player. I got your back, even though, like I said, you're a shit dad.
4: Um, and, and maybe if we get out of this, you should actually like be a lot better.
1: All right, you're going fucking too far. Step off the stand now. You're you're talking out of turn.
7: Hey, all right, let's uh get the next one up here. Uh, football. Why don't you come to uh the the witness stand and we'll ask you a few questions about your relationship with uh old Muskie. So, I understand that you have a, a business relationship with Muskie. Yes, yes, you, uh, I understand you're a partner of some sort of, like, uh, international training, is that right? Ah, uh, okay, yeah, well, are you saying that he was stealing product from you? I don't understand, I mean, you baby should, like, reform what that you were saying there. Okay, yeah. okay, listen.
1: Hey, come on, Flipper. I didn't do any of that shit. I didn't fucking, you know... We signed, like, you know, this was a, we had a contract, you know? I get 40%, you get 60 you got to do all the shipments and shit like that. Dolphin, Dolphin you're, you're speaking, speaking crazy. crazy. Uh, uh, this, this is, is an admission of uh, Russian Russian collusion, collusion,
3: you, you all maybe, maybe should rescind rescind or, or p- potentially, potentially risk, risk being arrested by, by our
1: yeah, but Flipper, get the fuck off the stand. You're obviously, uh, you know, <laughs> you probably Flipper, had a few yeah, vodka waters. Hey, to... this fucking dolphin is drunk. Just like he was, uh, I you know, he's... outside with that Patrick dude. I think he just doesn't get enough water or something. He's freaking out. I but... can smell the vodka on his goddamn breath and his tank, you know? <laughs> his, uh, his moisture suit is
7: just reeking of alcohol. Get him off the
1: fucking stand.
7: And, <laughs> Dolphin, you really fucked the stand. That was, like, really a bad uh, testimony there, buddy. Uh, you can't trust freaking Flipper to...
1: Yeah, flipper. Just, flipper was not the uh, the person we needed in that situation. No, there, it's just
2: him and Muskie have a complicated relationship.
1: Yeah, we. I mean, <laughs> glad thing he did he, Good thing he didn't bring up all the uh, extra, you know, relationship stuff. They maybe have dated. You know, that could have maybe uh, ruined that testimony. Actually, uh, yeah, Mister Judge, this dolphin and that man have definitely had some sort of intercourse. So, like, <laughs> maybe strike whatever he just said off the uh, <laughs> off the record. Yeah. You know, for all things considered.
7: Nah, all right, guys. Uh, I think we need to get, you know, the real ringer in here. Someone who's going to be, uh, you know, tight lip and not actually screw us all over. We got to send up RoboTrump.
1: <laughs> I guess so. I don't
2: think like that RoboTrump really has a long history with Musky, but, you know, let him rip.
1: Well, like you said in the earlier part of the episode, dude, he's not a rat. He's not going to fucking squeal if they, uh, you know, call him up there. And he we need might
2: a- be the only person that has a true, you know, g- uh, feel for what Musky's all about. Or, you know.
1: Yeah. We need a... Maybe they have, like, some weird bond that we don't know about that, like, could be illuminated through this character witness. So, RoboTrump, uh, get up there, buddy. You know.
6: <laughs> bring, bring it home. home, RoboTrump.
2: Bring
1: it home, definitely.
2: You're, you're, you're Muskie's last chance.
7: All right, RoboTrump. I understand that you uh I are, are kind of familiar with our bartender friend, or maybe you don't know him at all. Uh, what exactly is your relationship with the bartender? Beep boop.
0: Gus I've never heard of him, but he sounds like a decent fellow. It's a shame what they're saying about him. Not nice stuff. Not nice at all.
7: <laughs> so what you're saying is, uh, you just think he's uh, a good guy. You know, someone who would never commit murder with, you know, two podcasters, a bartender, and a sea lion. Somebody who really has the shit together, right?
0: Beep Boop, you know, if I'm being honest, I think Muskie should get a second chance. We should all get a second chance or a second presidency. Hello, <laughs> am I right, boys? I
1: completely agree, Uh, Mr. Quantum Judge. I think it's for uh, my time to speak. Now that we've uh, talked about second chances and second presidencies, uh, because I think not only am I the best witness, but the only one that you really need to hear from. Trump, what are you doing?
2: You weren't even called up yet. I mean, Trump, you just can't just start,
1: you know, jumping into the testimony. It doesn't matter. I need to speak. I have things to say.
7: My time is valuable, and I uh, might need to get back to making deals for the Triple XFL. So I'm coming up to the stand. Move over, RoboTrump. Tom, what are you doing? You, you screwed up this whole thing. You, I mean, I, I didn't even expect to interview you. This is this is ruining the planet. You know what? Fuck it. Let him talk. You know, obviously, Trump wants to speak for me. He thinks I'm a good guy. We
1: have a fucking bond. You know, me and uh, the Trumpster. We were on the <laughs> ship all the time, talking about bitches and shit. <laughs> That's so true, Muskie. We talked about our uh, top fives. And uh, yours were a lot of inanimate objects, but still, (laughs) kind of a a lot. Your body count is high, just like mine.
2: He had zero body count.
1: But uh, Mr. Quantum Judge, I have to say, and
0: I
7: have to be truthful, this man is uh, the most trustworthy uh, bartender you'll ever meet. He uh, can hold a secret like no other. That's why I
1: shared uh, nuclear secrets, ones that were uh, on the Musk Mothership, in the boxes, (laughs) which a lot of evil and heinous things have been said about this bartender. Uh, Murder charges trumped up against him, uh, against this fascist persecution. And uh, quite frankly, I won't allow these uh, misfits, these Marxists, to uh, besmirch my friend's good name because he's going to go uh, bigger and better. He's going to be a better bartender than you ever could be. And, uh... Like I said, he's, uh, tight-lipped, he, uh, learns all my secrets, he keeps all my boxes safe, keeps
5: them with his gun, uh... Donald Trump, I understand, Trump. I understand that you've just admitted to some form of espionage, espionage with documents. documents.
3: Is that true that you, you are, are showing, uh, nuclear, nuclear secrets, secrets to
1: a bartender? bartender. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I feel a little trapped, I didn't mean to say that out loud, but it's true uh i can't deny it we uh live in a world that has boxes and those boxes hold nuclear secrets and uh those boxes they belong to me so we did nothing wrong uh i told him some crazy stuff about melania and what she would do to me on our wedding night
3: (laughs) i I think think this is is enough enough from from you former president President trump Trump in a different universe universe. uh espionage unfortunately unfortunately, is still a crime even in another universe which is it's why, why i have to ask for to, to take, take you under custody.
5: custody. Uh, Mr. Trump, you, uh, didn't know no. Seems like you've, uh, just spilled the beans.
1: Uh.
5: <laughs> oh, jeez, yeah. Everybody calm down. It's gonna be cool. <laughs> uh,
1: what is this? You're, uh, arresting me? I thought this was, uh, some sort of game or, uh, a town hall for everyone to hear about the cool shit I did with my documents. Hey, you can't take my fucking best witness away! He-he was gonna exonerate me! He had my fucking alibi! beep boop,
0: please don't hurt my Donald with those brutish handcuffs. He's a good man. The best man, actually.
1: This is bullshit! I can't believe you're taking me away for something I did in a different universe! I'll get you back for this! Gus must be! Now that we've heard from, from all, all you witnesses, witnesses,
5: we are calling are a, a short recess for the, the jury to meet! And, and now, we, we will, will finally, finally decide, decide what, what happens, happens to your soul. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, guys. Uh,
2: there isn't even no cross-examination, man. This is like a
1: freaking This is Yeah, this is feels pretty fucking. This feels like a kangaroo court type of thing, dude. <laughs> I feel like I never Musky. had a chance to I even stand on
2: the stand. I hate to tell you this, but...
1: You still brought the soundboard in here? <laughs> Why didn't the fucking metal detector catch you? This is bullshit.
2: Uh, we have all of our equipment here. We have the right to do the podcast within here. Yeah, we we, have, we, we had have to, have to get a license. Rights. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly, our podcasters' <laughs> rights. Yeah. So we are in a way helping you by not testifying, not being a part of this. But like, yeah, dude, this feels really fucking bad. Um, Flipper sold you out. Rory kind of helped you out. Uh, Robo Trump was trying, but then Real Trump set you up with an espionage charge, which. You know, that also falls under all the other shit that you have on your rap sheet.
7: Yeah, honestly, I don't know why I wanted any of you motherfuckers to be a part of this.
2: Muskie, can um can you give me the keys to the bar?
7: Hey, Muskie, I'm sorry uh, that things didn't really play out, but what kind of games you got on that Switch? You got, like, Mario Party, uh, you know, you got fucking uh, Super Smash Brothers. Uh, I got a bunch of shit. I mean, uh, quite frankly, Tears of the Kingdom
1: is probably the the one I play the most, but, like, you don't know, have my Switch. I'm not going to fucking jail. You know, this is... Uh, I'm not going out like this. I- I'm absolutely not fucking going out with you guys screwing me over for the last fucking time. Uh, especially with all the shit with the-, the podcasters. And, you know, I killed that fucking sea lion for you guys. You know?
2: No, you did not.
1: Everyone in this fucking uh, courtroom needs to understand that I'm a good man. And that's the goddamn truth. And that's why none of you fucking can handle that. Because I've always been the hero of this podcast. And that's why I'm going to go out like one. You're not the hero. What? Oh, jeez. Uh, Where did he get that gun? Muskie? Musky, take that away from your forehead. No. I'm, I i can't do this anymore. I don't want to be a fucking dad. I don't want to be a fucking, you know, a prisoner. What happens if they try to touch my ass? Huh? I I only let fucking, like, rats and dolphins do that shit.
2: Musky, prison might be a good thing for you. You might, you know, find religion or something. or What know.
1: the fuck? Prison? I mean, I might get jacked, but is that worth it? If I get jacked off or someone tries to make me jack them off? That's not as good at like, being fucking buff.
2: I, I, I can't believe that you actually have a problem with that because, I mean, you you do inanimate objects and freaking stuff like that. So, I mean, what do you care?
1: Oh, the quantum judge is using powers. He's, he's fucking taking the gun out of Musky's hands. Wow. Oh, no, come on. You're disabling the fucking gun. The, I needed that to kill myself. What the? <laughs> uh, hey, I,
5: I don't know what to do. I, I feel like I need something in my hands. I'm sort of awkward now. Uh, I'm taking you down now, buddy. Uh, judo chop! Huh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah! Mus- oh, shit! You fucking hit me right in the goddamn neck! Ghost After, After the, the cowardly, cowardly display,
3: display that you, you just, just showed, and the, uh, the, on the like handgun in my, my quantum port! I don't, don't even need to wait for this recess, recess to go on. on. Joey! Please come in back, back inside! inside. I've, made I've made a decision a on my own. Ghost! Prison.
6: Prison. No, no, this is fucking horrible. Stop cheering. Stop cheering. I was about to kill myself.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. They're, uh, yeah, this is like a hit. This is like some weird reality show that people are, like, super down for.
2: I think they're actually, this is a reality TV
1: show. I mean, they're, they're showing this live. It certainly fucking feels like that, um, and uh, <laughs> I guess that's that. They're they're taking him away.
5: That's right, buddy. Um, I'm putting you in the handcuffs for uh, the last time, and you're uh, going to go right into the cell. Hey, get your fucking hands off me. You've been grabbing my ass every time you put those fucking handcuffs on, you goddamn pervert. Uh, sorry, that's just the uh, legal system uh, inserting itself inside.
2: You just has to patch you down. You're always pulling guns out of every place.
5: Well, I mean, it was his
1: fucking gun. It was his fault that he, like, let it come out of his goddamn holster.
5: Uh, you know, you're uh, you're going to jail for a long time. So uh, say goodbye to your friends.
4: Bye, musky. Um,
5: You know, I... Re- oh, Flipper, that was
2: rude.
4: Yeah, that was really, really, really aggro there, buddy. Uh, I don't think
1: it was that bad to you what we're gonna party tonight <laughs> hey no you're not fucking a to. no you can't fucking you know take over the bar and start partying there oh
2: we are musky i'm sorry
1: i had a whole fucking plan to make that my spot you guys have been sleeping there like i've been sleeping under the bridge this is the worst case scenario hey for me.
2: musky just let me tell you right now we're probably gonna run that bar 10 times better than you are and maybe when you get out you know we'll have a little cash for you so that you can you know Think about you know changing your life. Yeah, maybe. maybe
1: we're gonna raise your fucking son too for you. Yeah,
2: your son is gonna you're gonna be surprised because well, we're gonna reprogram that motherfucker and you know, he ain't gonna cry no more.
1: Can you guys like promise that you're gonna do it? I really don't want to take
4: care of Brock anymore. I'm trying to get you know like a girlfriend now.
2: Rory, don't worry. We're gonna take now that Muskie's going to jail. Things are gonna get better.
1: Yeah, come on. Uh, be good to my kid. Fucking send me letters and shit. Uh, I, I guess we'll talk soon. Uh, <laughs> fuck you Muskie. we don't need to like you know keep hanging out you're actually dead to us what yeah uh, i i guess this is like uh, <laughs> i guess this is how it's gonna have to play out for our friend oh, here. oh wow i
2: mean this was inevitable it it always was gonna you know come out this way yeah yeah <laughs> that it had to have in this universe is crazy but you know obviously they don't take any of you know shit from people like Muskie.
1: yeah yeah for sure Muskie's whole deal is like you know
2: you can't just be killing santa freaking you know carrying a freaking weapon into
1: a courthouse in a
2: courthouse you know i mean well
1: this is one of like the the real stains on Muskie's reputation which you know is like i said probably worst of some of the worst stuff that he's done uh attempting to kill himself in front of a court yeah and jury and the quantum judge But, you know, we could try to track maybe what uh, something good about this whole experience was. Or at least try to put this movie on the Rushmore. Because uh, we definitely have two that we could kind of hash out a little bit if we want to. Okay. So, uh, first one up on Rushmore as we're fucking clearing out of this. And just enjoying the rest of our day. I mean, goddamn, let's go get a hot dog or something. But, uh, first one up on the uh, Rushmore. Best legal drama. Does a few good men beat out uh, To Kill a Mockingbird, 12 Angry Men... Kramer versus Kramer, or My Cousin Vinny, but I also as like an honorable mention, if it you know felt like it was necessary, the verdict is also on the uh, outside looking in of this. Yeah. So does a a few good men beat out any of these top four?
2: Um, I don't remember Twelve Angry Men. Yeah. What is that?
1: That's like a twelve jury uh, jury members try to deliberate whether some guy actually committed a crime and they have, like, these long dialogues. It's like a black-and-white movie type of thing.
2: Yeah. Is um, so it well-regarded?
1: It's super well It's like a, you know, a historically recognized movie.
2: See, I don't like the fact that I don't know if something on here, and then if I want to take him off the rush
1: more, I might be. I'm pretty sure it. Troy watched 12 Angry Men and he liked it. Yeah. I mean, it has, like, a 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, a ninety, a 9 on IMDb. Like, it's it's one of the all-time movies. Henry Fonda is in this movie, which is maybe the only name that I recognize. (laughs)
2: Are they going to do the remake, 12 Angry Birds?
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty funny, actually. (laughs) I think they did actually do a remake of this movie at some point. I mean, it's so iconic that it wouldn't surprise me if they've done it multiple times. But I feel like A Few Good Men is regarded as such as being one of the best. So I think some of the, the, the weaker well, ones. Uh,
2: Kramer versus Kramer is more of a more, divorce draw. Yeah, exactly. But I that's mean, why I had
1: the verdict as maybe like a replacement. Yeah. Should we swap out Kramer and then put the verdict? Yeah, in? I would put that there. Okay, we take this. We're doing some reshuffling here. So it's Twelve <laughs> Angry Men, the verdict, my cousin Vinny, and to wow, kill a killer boxing. Wow, it's tough bird.
2: when you get kicked out, but you never even really even had a
1: chance. To yeah, you're not to even be, up for yeah, the rush for exactly. You're just like reconsidered right away. <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, I think if I was going to take one of them out, it'd probably be, what, My Cousin Vinny? Even yeah, that
2: sort of has a comedic
1: yeah, value. You know, I mean, it isn't a serious drama. Yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> I mean, he has maybe a claim to, like, being one of the better lawyers, considering he was just, like, this fucking uh, leather jacket-wearing uh, Italian dude just helping his cousins get out of a murder case. Yeah. But I think Daniel Caffey... Danielson. Danielson, <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, <laughs> back to uh, cr- c- you know, connecting to the Karate Kid type of shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Danielson, he he definitely needed Pesci in that. I think we needed Daniel Caffey more on this Rushmore. So oh, we're taking yeah. him off. We're taking yeah. Pesci and the uh, Mike and Vinny. Okay, so we
2: already booted Kramer versus Kramer. So we have to kill a Twelve Angry
1: Men, a few good men. What? Like a few good men, Twelve Angry Men, yeah. To Kill a Mockingbird, in The Verdict. Yes. a lot of a lot of men in these a, titles. everything. Rushmore. Yeah, I think uh, it's a you know well earned. If anything, they deserve it. Uh, and which is why we go right into the next one and the uh, the last one for the Rushmore that we have is Best Lawyers. So does Daniel Caffey, uh, the uh, the Showboat fucking fresh out of the Academy guy, beat out Aaron Brockovich in Aaron Brockovich, Atticus Finch in To Kill a Mockingbird? Uh, L. Woods for Legally Blonde and Jim Garrison from uh, JFK.
2: Um, you gotta
1: immediately take El Woods off. No. Elle Woods is like an all time lawyer in movies. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, she is. She's Harvard educated and she's good at her job.
2: What? And what did she do? The snap or something like that? Well, no? fucking
1: Atticus Finch uh, lost his court case in A Kill a Mockingbird. I don't think L. Woods lost. Oh, so we're just trying to say who's the winners and the losers? Well, just like the best lawyer—that's the thing. Like he could Atticus Finch couldn't beat racism, but Elwood's could beat uh, the the bimbo allegations. Yeah, but Atticus Finch had you know he shot a dog. What? In that in that scene, he killed him with a repeater. Remember, the dog had rabies. Well, well I mean, he, that had nothing to do with the court thing. Elwood's <laughs> could never. <laughs> you just freaking like. Beseeched fucking Atticus Finch for fucking killing a dog
2: and then somehow freaking, you know Yeah, be his name. Yeah, that he, you know,
1: that made him a less of a lawyer, man. He it was a rabid dog. That was just, you know, there's I'm not gonna defend him shooting him with a repeater. That's fine. I mean, if you said he killed a puppy, I'd be like, yeah, get the fuck off. So wait, are we saying that Caffey only can take off L Woods or is like Jim Garrison well, getting the fucking all JFK these thing people, wrong?
2: Did Caffey like
1: he took down a colonel. Yeah. On one of his first court case in court. And he basically got him
2: to admit in court, like just by.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's really impressive.
2: Yeah. No, I, he belongs on this list. Yeah. I guess now we just have to debate who gets off. What? What was? I. I don't even remember Legally Blonde. I remember watching it, but I mean. I mean, in terms of like the you know, I just turned sixty, and it's <laughs> fucking getting hard to remember these fucking movies. Yeah. And, nothing uh, makes sense anymore. Yeah. I have to fucking go back and watch because, like, I grew up in the 80s and I saw a lot of shit, and then I had kids in the 90s, and yeah,
1: I don't remember this shit. Well, Aaron Brockovich in the 90s was taken down, uh, you know, being a whistleblower and shit for, you know, the various shit that was being put into drinking water. Yeah. So... Well, that was probably an easy victory. Yeah. Well, she was saving people. She was, you know, helping the, the general good. So I think she probably can stay... Atticus, if we're gonna hold him on, uh, regardless if he's a loser or not, we can keep him on. So what? Elwoods or Jim Garrison or Joe Miller? I have from Philadelphia as like one of those outside picks as well. But with Denzel being the Joe uh, Miller, so you're well, saying? Let's who just do take. You think? Well, and uh, guess in terms of the Jim Garrison thing, JFK. He also wasn't able to fucking prove uh, that JFK was actually assassinated by anybody else. He just was able to, you know, spill the seeds of doubt for the rest of the, the the world, I guess. Yeah. So, either him or L. But if you're so off well, on Legally I mean, Blonde...
2: If, did she, she won. Yeah. Caffey won. Brockovich won. Atticus Finch and lose, Garrison... Garrison. Well,
1: did Garrison win, or did he... I mean, he just didn't get the, the full Monty in that respect. But regardless, if you want to take the only, you know... Well, I guess Brockovich is a blonde, too. Yeah. Honestly, we could keep just one blonde. We don't need two blonde women <laughs> if we really want to just, like, shit on El Woods, who is, like, still in law school, too. Because I don't even... She's not even a real lawyer. Not yet. No. no By she's... the end, she is. But she does just mostly prove herself to be better than a lot of the Ivy League douchebags and shit like that. So yeah, but... an Ivy League douchebag can replace El Woods, I guess, which would just, like, break her brain if that was the case. But Daniel Caffey is, is necessary on this list. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there it is. I think that works perfectly <laughs> fine in terms of our uh, Rushmore. It's really too bad we couldn't have two blonde uh, ladies living it up, but you know, we've had quite the day. Yeah, and I don't really necessarily think there needs to be anything more said. Uh, I did have a game. I don't, we could probably maybe even skip over and I, you know, whether we actually play it or not, we can decide that. Do you want to play a game, or are we done here? We could go out and play, and get some lunch in terms of like with the crew. <laughs> lunch. Yeah. Well, now that uh, we have uh, the the switch all to ourselves, and it's well, I guess we gave it to that other guy. Well, he lost. I don't know. Maybe we have the switch still. I don't know what. Do, what do you want to do, Flipper? <laughs> What? Oliver wants to get drunk. He's had, like, a long day. I think he's kind of sick of, like... No, I think he just said he says he wants to eat shrimp cocktail. <laughs> yeah, I thought he just wanted a cocktail, but it is yeah, shrimp cocktail.
2: exactly. He's, like, confused. It's like drinking in cocktails. Well, like, how much
1: wine do we have left here? Because we have, uh... I do have a game, and maybe we could just make a, a few quick rounds out of this with what's left.
2: Yeah, it's a little three-quarters. Yeah, let's just or fucking do it for
1: posterity in case I decide to really just doctor the episode up. So I'm going to pour out a little wine, and we're just going to draw a few of these uh, cards here to play what I'm calling uh, Liar Liar. And this is uh, an adaptation of a, um, you know, a TikTok famous game, You Lie, You Drink, which is something you could buy and actually get the cards for. Uh, But what I have right now are a collection of cards, and let's just do, you know, two each, maybe, no, three each. We'll just do each uh, three. And we have to lie to each other's face or tell the truth. Where you're going to draw a card, and whatever the prompt is, you either have to come up with a lie or tell the truth. And I have to decide whether you're lying or you're telling the truth. And you do the same for me when we pick it. It's based on... This is just like a card game that uh, has come out in the last couple of years and type of thing. But I've just appropriated it for this podcast. Yeah. It has nothing to do with Jim Carrey, although it would be nice to get a Jim Carrey movie on this pod. So, uh, take one, two? yeah, just pick out one and then you read the prompt and, uh, you give your answer once you're ready and then I'll make my guess. Yeah. And if I'm wrong, and it is the truth or is it a lie, I have to take a drink. Uh, and each time, you know, obviously if you're the one lying and I get it right, you have to drink type of thing. Okay. So what's your card say?
2: The most embarrassing thing that's happened
1: on a date. Okay. What's the most embarrassing thing that happened on a date?
2: Well, one time I went on a date, and um, I was wearing these pants that were, like, a little loose, mm. and um, they basically fell down, and I tripped,
1: and just
2: totally embarrassing, and I, I mean, I didn't-
1: So I your pants were sagging. Yeah. You stepped on, like, the hem of the fucking yeah. the cuff, and you, you pulled your pants down in front of the girl, full yeah. ass out? Yeah, I was commando. You were commando in this moment. Yeah. Dick and balls out, pretty much. But did she? What did she see? All they can say is what she saw. She liked. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um. Wow. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna say that's a lie. That's my my fucking guess. Dad, is is that a lie? Pretty much a lie. Yeah. Pretty much a lie. What do you mean? Pretty much a lie. Um You did pull your pants down, but it was non consensual. Nah. <laughs> 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 Not consensual. Yeah. I did take my dick of balls out, but she uh wasn't really looking yeah, for well, it.
2: Well that's probably happened before, but I mean Well, you
1: know. wait a minute. <laughs> hey, well we're, we're still around some court people, don't admit that. Mm, okay. <laughs> All right, it's my turn. Uh did you take your sip, your losing sip yeah. for me guessing that?
2: Oh. Yeah.
1: Yeah, okay now it's uh my turn and we'll make these quick uh the last time i cried i was thinking about um last time i cried when was the last time i cried oh the last time i cried i was thinking about uh our pets like i was thinking about like this ride that me and charlotte and rose took with troy i had this like nostalgic moment and we were driving and it was like this uh sunset on the, uh, on the... Lie! Yeah, you're... <laughs> <laughs> that was a lie. I, I definitely didn't think about that. I've thought about that before, but wow, you fucking call me out fast. Yeah. You, when you went to the sunset, I was just like, no, it, it, it... Well, that's a real memory, but it didn't happen like that where I'm, like, thinking oh, about it type of okay. thing. I'm just good at embellishing shit, maybe not that well, though. So now it's your turn. Yeah one time i
2: made a 911 call yeah there was this time where i made a 911 call because i was in my apartment building Mm -hmm. and i looked out and i could see this dude he was walking around the parking lot and shit and i was like going what the fuck is that guy doing and i'm like going and i could see him all of a sudden he was like casually going over and trying to freaking open up car doors and i was like fuck this guy's trying to rip people off and Uh i'm like And somebody's like, call 911, man. They're like, no, I'm going to go out there and fuck this guy up. And he's like, no, man. He's fucking
1: probably, you know. (laughs) Yeah, he's locked and loaded. Yeah, I mean, why would you want to. Yeah, so he's just,
2: I called 911. I go, yeah, I'm, you know, over here at fucking, you know, Ledgewood Apartments. And um, there's a guy on the parking lot and he's trying to get into cars. And they're like, "Uh, okay, sir. um, Did they catch him? Yeah, they came and freaking did
1: it, He the guy he was still there when the car no, stayed? he had
2: taken off like he had run, and then freaking they came over and talked to me and shit, and I'm like, yeah, he was trying to freaking get in the cars, man. And
1: this is a lie.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's a
5: lie. Yeah. <laughs> as soon
1: as I asked if he fucking got caught, I was like, I got you, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, well, uh, we're we're getting How down was to that? it.
2: I was freaking gonna say he ran off. I, hey,
1: I just saw it in your eyes. Once I presented that question, you you folded. You gave me, <laughs> you gave me your tell. Damn. So uh, I'm not good at poker either. Well, we have to finish these. The the game is like you uh, have to drink the rest of it. So oh God. Yeah. How well, many cards you got? Well, we have what done two. We have to drink it to the rest of our drink or the rest just of the bottom. rest of our drink is fine. But wow, uh, I've done one each. Bourbon. You've done two. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you've already drank all the bourbon. All right. Um, the best Halloween costume I've ever worn was a uh, nurse's outfit that actually like had like tassels, not tassels, but it, like opened up on the chest. And it wasn't for like dudes, but like somebody gave it to me last minute. Uh, we were up at Plymouth State, and I was like, "I'm gonna fucking wear this like nurse outfit with the titty holes," and that was the the, the I best think it's one. True, you think that's true? Yeah. Drink your fucking drink, motherfucker, because <laughs> that's a lie. The best one I've ever had was my Marge Simpson costume. That was my absolute favorite when i got to uh puke in a dress and like have yellow uh yellow face but we'll do uh i guess one more each and i will uh i guess chug my thing if we get them wrong here
2: the worst boss i ever had used to
1: yeah the worst boss you ever had used to do what um the worst boss i ever had
2: would always make me wear a fucking tie and I worked at this um, place where, and I went out to freaking wash the windows, and he would always fucking give me shit. Like, I took the tie off because it was like 90 degrees out. Mm. I was like, what the fuck, man? Well, I didn't say what the fuck, but I mean, it was just mm. like, yeah. I didn't like him because he was He didn't fun. like your tie? No. He didn't like my hair either.
1: <laughs> when you had it? Yeah, when I had hair. <sighs> do I think this is a fucking lie, or do I think this is true? This seems so like banal that I almost just want to say it's the truth. <laughs> yeah, Is it the truth? the truth? Yeah. All right. And he thought he wasn't the worst boss, but he was just like, I hated him at the time. He dude. was a cocksucker. Yeah. All right. Well, we can do uh, one more, I guess, for me, and we can call it a day. It's been a long day in court, and I think I'm done lying and yeah, uh, maybe purging. Yeah, game. Yeah, well, you I can't, can't li- tell a lie. You can't lie to me. Yeah. Uh, okay. You've
2: obviously, yeah, you're able to fucking see right through me. Hmm. Because a father shouldn't lie to his son.
1: I guess. I mean, maybe sure, it's for sure their own savings. good, Yeah. you know? Maybe you have, like, a weird secret that you're keeping from me, something like that. Like, a secret powers. You uh, know? I
2: probably do have some secrets.
1: Well, uh, here's a secret about uh, the weirdest thing about my body. So the weirdest thing about my body is that if I uh, am able to, like... You have three nipples? No, it's just... <laughs>
9: yeah dude i fucking squeeze the third one it's right above my
1: belly button no um the way that i stop myself from um finishing early in bed is i will fucking put my finger in my belly button and i'll push it really hard and that immediately stops it but i still stay like completely you know fully torn i don't even want to know if this is true or false i'm gonna say it's false you think i'm lying to you yeah I'm lying. <laughs> I always come early. Yeah. I, there's no way of stopping it. <laughs> uh, but Dad, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish off this fucking glass of wine here uh, because that's the nature of the game, I suppose.
2: Wow, I didn't finish off mine. You had to finish off yours.
1: Well, you know, uh, maybe I won't finish it off until like the very last sip, since we have, um, you know, some things to talk about. Uh, I guess in terms of the future. Uh, <laughs> but it looks like they're uh, they're loading up Muskie right now to the car to take him off to the fucking county prison. Hey, uh, Gus! You know, this is, uh, this is kind of crazy, right? What the fuck you be- Yeah, of course it's fucking crazy, of course! I mean, it, this is the worst day of my life. You guys have, like, kind of sold me out. Uh, you never have stuck up for me. Uh, and now I'm, I'm I'm fucking going to, what, prison? I don't know what they're gonna do to me there. Hopefully they, you know, want to make me their friend or something like that. But, well, I guess I got Trump there now. And, you know, I guess Patrick was arrested. Honestly, you guys were a shit show. What the fuck happened today? Yeah, that's sort of a good point. I mean,
2: (laughs) 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 several of our guests. I'm uh... not really sure why you're asking me or us what happened today because you brought this on yourself.
1: I didn't bring this on my fucking self. Yes, you did. No, I was playing hero, and then, uh, you know, uh, space rules don't apply down here. I was a little jumbled up. Uh, you know, I don't fucking know. I didn't know there was even a, another dimension we could go into, let alone for, you know, people who look like you guys and have a better podcast than you. No offense.
2: <laughs> better looking. Well, they were a little better looking. Yeah, better hair. Yeah. I think uh, I mean, Dustin... They, I, I just think they were younger. I mean, it's, it was inevitable that they were going to lose their hair, but... <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah. We could see some receding. Yeah,
2: exactly. we saw some fucking thinning I, I on saw top. Some widow peaks there going
1: in. We had that hair band, long hair. Uh, Dustin and Larry looked like they were old rockers yeah. and shit I mean, like that. They
2: weren't sporting any band buns or nothing. So let not. Yeah.
1: yeah, it wasn't luscious. We didn't look like Jason <laughs> Momoa. I mean, we don't have to talk about our our doppelgangers. Fucking, you know, hair journey and shit yeah. like that. Because uh, Gus, I think the only thing to really say at this point is uh, what you're you're probably fearing the most to hear. <laughs>
6: You're really gonna go to jail, cause, cause, killing is a crime. You're really gonna go to jail, cause, cause, killing is a crime. Well, you got a couple bodies, now you ain't no friend of mine. You say you are a bar man, but never pour me wine. You say that you're a good dad, but your baby cry. Well, you got a couple bodies now, you ain't no friend of mine. You're really gonna go to jail, cause cause killing is a crime. You're really gonna go to jail, cause cause killing is a crime. Well, you got a couple bodies now, you ain't no friend of mine. Ah. Uh, You say that you're a good dad, but your baby cries. Well, you caught a couple bodies, now you ain't no friend of mine. Uh...
2: I just want to say one thing, Gus. I have something here to give to you. And.
1: <laughs> you just fucking cut away to a song and now you're going to give me something? No. Yeah. How long is this fucking cop car just waiting here?
2: Well, I mean, I think you need something. You know, there's some recorded messages on here that, you know, of all. You know, how, you know, we do feel sorry for you. Recorded mess. What and, is this, Big Brother? Well. You feel fucking bad but, about voting me off the island? No, no, no. But, I mean, <laughs> I just. I want you to listen to this because, you know, there's some heartfelt messages, so go ahead and hit play.
1: All right, I mean, do you guys have any fucking earphones? Do I need them? No, I'll just play it on speaker.
2: Yeah, just play it on speakers, Okay. All right,
1: I'm playing it now. Okay.
5: Oh, <laughs> God fucking damn it. Oh, come on, you got to roll off the window. Hey, hey, stop brick rolling this prisoner. Hey,
1: come on, guys. No, no, this is uh, no, no, this is a good time, no, 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 Mr. Officer. Yeah, yeah. We're just brickrolling them. Honestly, new universe. The Rickroll lives on yeah. Mr. Officer, take this fucking criminal away We're just going to roll out of the Rickroll Because uh, this is probably the best i felt the whole episode So dad uh, Is there any like Jackson Maine rating you want to do For our uh, Don't Tread the Steak beer
5: you With the red blend? This, is, this is delicious
2: Yeah it is, but at first when I was tasting it It sort of had a weird taste to it because I'm, I'm not used to drinking this red blend But I'm giving it two uh, no, 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 what two? two. Whoa, what the fuck was that? No, I'm going to give it four out You're of five. You're lying again. <laughs> yeah. I'm
1: liar, liar. Four out of five life sentences. <laughs> wow. Not a fucking funny asshole. <laughs> I'm going to get out before you know it. I'm going to go on parole, and I'm going to fucking start this pop all Boy, over again.
6: Gee, look what I got in my hands. Your keys. Yeah.
1: When I
2: handed you that freaking little freaking iPod, I grabbed the keys to the bar.
6: We are going to fucking light that place up. YOU BETTER NOT GO IN MY FUCKING SPECIAL ROOM!
1: I GOT A LOT OF SHIT IN THERE! I don't even know- Want to know what's in there. What do you mean there. your special room?
5: Oh, uh, we're driving away, guys. Step away from the vehicle.
1: Alright, we're, we're just gonna have to talk to you next time, Muskie, and uh... Maybe go into this special room when we're gone. Hopefully it's not like fucking Beth's. Uh, discombobulated vagina I don't or even want to know it's in that room. That's scary. I mean, what are you, fucking Hannibal Lecter? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll have to check back in with the prison funds, dude, because this man's driving away. In terms of my wine rating, uh, I guess I'll do 3.75 out of 5 um, hard truths, you know, because that's sort of where we're at in this podcast. We need to, like, deliver the truth to yeah. all of our characters. Because you know what, Muskie? YOU CAN'T HANDLE THE TRUTH! No. And he can't even really handle our lies either because uh, in some respects he he maybe should have been perjured for more. We could have probably got him on the books for five life sentences if we really wanted to. And Muskie, don't drop the soap. Yeah, I think uh, we'll have to spread that message once we get there in terms of, like, giving him some prison time. But, Dad, just like always, uh, we have no idea what we're doing, and hopefully we're uh, legally protected in our own way. But uh, until then, we're just going to have to see y'all next time. Yep, and bye bye Muskie. Woo! bye and uh, don't drink in jail. <laughs> don't drink in jail. Yeah, don't get in that freaking prison
2: wine. Yeah, that prison toilet wine. <laughs>
3: <laughs> i <sighs>